0: Hey, what's up to all you super listeners? Uh, I bet you weren't expecting to hear me at the top of the episode, but there's some stuff I want to get out of the way first. So, if you've been following along on Facebook or Twitter, I posted after, rec- after we recorded this episode that we had some technical difficulties during the recording. Uh, so if you missed any of that, this is just me giving you a heads up about the quality of the episode. Um, we all got together to record two episodes this day. We were doing our MCU Jeopardy game and our MCU rankings episode. We've... Got some new equipment recently, which we were trying to use to record, and since we're all amateurs at this whole thing, uh, we definitely didn't use it correctly, which I I take the blame for. We didn't test as extensively as we usually do, uh, which I'll sort of get into uh, at the end of this. Um, I'll try to summarize as best I can. During the recording of this episode, I started to panic that uh, Leslie's microphone wasn't being picked up, which I could hear through my headset when we were testing, so I still thought it was just me being paranoid. Uh, I played it back when we were done, realized she didn't get picked up at all. It's like her mic wasn't even on. Uh, so you can you can hear her, but she's far away. It it took more time to edit. Um, I listened to the Jeopardy recording and realized that not only was Leslie's mic not on, but uh, we had Mike Romano on. His mic did not work either. I couldn't really hear any of them, so I had to scrap that episode. I can't salvage that one. There's not enough there to grab to to make it work. Uh, So if you're confused to why I mentioned this as being our next MCU lead-in episode after Jeopardy! or any references to the MCU Jeopardy! episode, that's why. We recorded it, but sadly you will never hear it. Um, That being said, we are already trying to plan another MCU-themed Jeopardy! game. We owe it to you guys, and because we just have a lot of fun playing it. So we've already got Bradley working on another game as we speak. Hopefully we can get that to you sooner rather than later. Sadly, it will probably have to happen after Endgame, but it will happen. We will we will get that out. So after all that, I, I tried my best to salvage this episode. We recorded for about three and a half hours, so I was trying my best not to have to scrap this one too. Uh, Leslie's audio still doesn't sound the best, and Sarah's kind of cuts out here and there at one point. I, I promise that these are just tactical problems, and it's not. I'm not sexist. I, I promise you, I'm not sexist. <laughs> um. So I, I really hope you guys uh, can enjoy this episode, we had a lot of fun recording it, and hopefully the subpart audio doesn't distract from our conversation, and oh, and as I mentioned earlier about testing, so I kept our test as the cold open so you can hear the exact moment that I knew something was wrong, but decided to record anyway, so you can be damn sure that we will be testing the shit out of many episodes to come, I can't guarantee this probably won't happen again, because, I mean, it's us, but... Uh, for hopefully the next couple, we will ha- be on top of this and be able to, to keep things under wraps. Um, but anyway, I've I've talked enough. So here's our MCU rankings episode. Uh, please enjoy.
1: Testies, testies, one two, testies one two. Say testies okay.
0: like testies. ten more times.
1: Test- testies. What's
0: wrong? I don't see. I see nothing from you on here. I hear you, but I I can see nothing from you. I'm saying. So I'm it's it on no, I, top of I I hear it. Okay. I'm not doing anything wrong. So I don't know how loud or anything you are, but compared to everybody else, but good enough. Welcome to another episode of Brian and his Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is Josh Zorich. Mr. Movie Slut. Sarah Zorich. Hello. Mike Bradley. Hello. And Leslie Oders. Hi. We are convening yet again for our second or third, depending on how you're looking at episode, for MCU-themed stuff prior to Endgame. Um, this is the one where we're going to try to do our MCU ranking of different categories. So we came up with some categories. We're just going to talk to each other about our favorites and just... Talk in general, I guess, about MCU-related stuff. Uh, Most of the categories are pretty self-explanatory. We can discuss further if we need to when uh, we get them. So we're going to go through. We have top three Stan Lee cameos. Top three supporting characters. Top three costumes. Top three Avengers slash main cast. Top three villains. Top three moments. Top three fights slash battles. Top three post-credit scenes. Top three quotes, Uh, we have a personal trilogy uh, category, which is, I guess, sort of going to be like, uh, our thought was like, out of the 21 movies of the MCU, what would be your favorite trilogy to watch? You can mix and match these. We didn't want to have someone pick just the Cap trilogy or Thor trilogy, so you can mix and match three movies out of all 21 that you would like to watch in succession. Uh, And then we're going to end with top five favorite movies of the MCU. So there are no right or wrong answers. There should be hopefully no pressure for anyone to make these lists. Um, And since every MCU movie is fair game, I'm going to throw it out there that this is a spoiler warning for anyone that has not seen all 21 current movies in the MCU. This includes Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel will be fair game for these lists, so if you are falling behind on Captain Marvel stuff, I don't know whether we touch on any of that stuff, but just in case we do... Fair warning for
2: spoilers. So that means my my coworker <laughs> that we discussed during our Captain Marvel review, who, that was her very first movie, and she's just starting, so we're about almost two weeks past her uh, borrowing phase one from me, and she still has yet to watch Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> so she should not so listen she, to this yeah, episode. she should probably, like, I'll tell her in, like, two and a half years that it's probably safe to now listen to this episode. <laughs> Yeah, she can She can go back and listen to our Captain Marvel review.
0: I don't think we um, talked about too many other MCU movies, spoilery-wise. That's true.
2: That's true. Yeah, I'm pretty
0: sure we got on and we covered some stuff. See, now i got to go back and listen. because <laughs> Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like we now. covered
3: some theories and some questions that were answered or brought up from other movies and into future movies. Yeah. All right, that's fair. All right, so so for, she can
2: listen so to so the spoiler that warning. One potential listener. <laughs> <laughs> you can get our opinions Who's not about even the hearing movie this and then right don't listen. <laughs> Uh, we'll let you know in a couple of years like at the end of Phase 4 when you can finally listen to this.
0: Yeah. Of course you gotta wonder if she waited this long if she even cares. She could probably listen to all the spoilers and it just doesn't <laughs> doesn't matter. We assume uh, that she's going to listen
3: to this at all. Yeah, <laughs> <you're> right. <laughs> she yeah, no she hasn't
0: listened to that one that she's sort of seen that movie for. She's sure as hell not going to listen to this one. Um, all right, so that's your again, final spoiler warning for anything we may cover. Someone throw an indie spoiler right now.
4: wee wee Spoiler! you know something like that
0: uh all right so we are free to start these categories we decided on an order prior to recording so we're gonna go josh first sarah second mike third leslie and then i'll round out the the topics uh so we're gonna start with top three stanley cameos
2: Okay, so we're going to go... So I'm presuming... like for Some of these categories I tried, if I could, I tried to rank least out of the top three. Like, least favorite to most favorite out of the three. Others I just jotted down responses, to be fair. Um, my, my Stan Lee's I did try to rank. Um, so I'm going to start with... Uh, number three is Captain America, Winter Soldier, uh, the security guard at oh, the right. okay. Cap slash uh Helen Commando's museum exhibit uh after Cap steals his old uniform back and I'm sure that will be on
0: other people's that's lists That's what either. I figured. Yeah. I, th- th- this I is definitely so one category fired. that I
2: thought there'd be a lot of overlap yeah. given, given how like fan favorites have uh evolved over the last like 5 6 years especially. So yeah, it's the you know, all oh, I am so fired <laughs> line uh that he has in his security guard outfit. So yeah, that's that's number 3 uh number 1 and 2 were difficult to go between again i think definitely one of these others is going to be on other people's lists um most notably i think we're going to have a lot of ties for number 1 on this but <laughs> uh my number 2 was actually guardians 2 uh where he is just the the guy i don't i, I don't know if he is is there an analogous like the character um he's with the watchers and i don't know if if, if that revealed that his Character in that moment was then indeed a real analogous character from any of the stories. I, I just liked it because it it gave us the impression, or or at least quasi solidified for us that literally the person that we've seen pop up in all these in one form or another for one reason or another is the same person.
3: He's watching for the Watchers.
2: Yeah, he. You know, it's 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 a cohesive person for whatever reason, he's in all these different settings and all these different scenarios, and for whatever reason that's happening, it's a consistent thing. And I just like the way that they decided that they were going to allow that to gel yeah. into one.
0: Well, that was a big internet fan theory that was then confirmed in that movie. Was it that prior to that?
2: that? Yep. Um, and then, number one, probably not surprising, a lot of people may, you know of the other three people listening to this, also <laughs> may find this on theirs. Uh, Hi, Eric it's a, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and a, a few years from now future future coworker listening to this <laughs> in in 2022 um number one is tony stank from from civil war the, the infamous
3: tony stank moment
2: <laughs> yeah uh so that that's my that's my top threes there was many others that i, I did enjoy some that were i think there was going back and looking at all of them again last night. I realized some of them were like very much more benign than I remember. Yeah, they were they were much more just like oh fleeting passing moment, just a stick stand in there. Yeah, um, and I liked the way they continued to integrate him more, make his appearance quasi material. You started having lines in some of these movies. Yeah, and then and then the line itself may have had something more to do with the scene and yeah. potentially some impact on what was happening. Um, so I liked that as as it as it went on. But uh, yep, there's there's my three good three. On to Sarah?
5: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number one was the security guard. From yep. um, See, now that I'm looking at this, I'm like, I'm going to change this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could do it on the fly. We'll never know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's yeah, You told us. Um, Exposed. Secrets out. I, you know, I really like him in Thor Ragnarok when he's the barber. And he, <laughs> I just love that because he's just like, now, you know. I that made my mind. list. Yeah. And, uh, and then, I don't know if it's just nostal like a kind of nostalgia or maybe timing wise but I really liked this the last one in Captain Marvel. It was so oh, simple, yeah. yeah, it was so sweet, and so I think that might be why it's it's I don't know if in a couple of years I'm gonna feel the same way, but I, I think that the whole tribute to him in the beginning of the, yes the, the
0: well, credit the not the credit the the title card the opening yeah. Cards,
2: yeah, 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 right. You weren't sure if he had actually filmed this one. Before he got too bad before he had passed and and this was the only one that it's also amazing because I from what I hear, he's gonna have one in Endgame. I think he's got two more coming. Endgame yeah. and, that, and
0: uh, Far, from, Far Home? from Home is finished shooting when he's still with of, us.
2: That'd be kind of romantic for for a Spider Man to be his last one. Yeah. Um but the with with Captain Marvel, he's li- it's the first time he's actually playing himself. Oh, true. He's yeah. cameoing yeah. himself. Yeah preparing for his it, own per- first cameo in a movie in a, yeah in a motion major picture exactly so yeah that's that's
5: a good pick i think also because <laughs> i knew how excited you were going to be josh for that particular well, I, cameo for for that just because he had the Mulrats script and i think that's what made it a better moment for me even when i first oh, saw it okay, unfold okay. is i knew like i wish you would <laughs> i couldn't see you have. at the time but i just knew the effect it was going to have on you <laughs> Yeah, That's okay. right.
0: We were separated in the seating arrangements at yeah. that time. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah, I definitely lost my shit at that moment.
5: <laughs> um. So yeah, there's my three. Cool, cool. Mike.
3: Um. So that same one makes my number one slot. Um. It, you, throwing back to Mallrats and Kevin Smith, and throwing back to his own first cameo in a movie. How, how can that? It's just so perfect, and just the way that you know Captain Marvel looks at him in that moment it's fantastic um my number two was tony stank <laughs> um again it, it, it's multi-layered more than people <laughs> give it credit for because in the other iron man movies tony keeps mistaking him for people oh i hadn't thought and about that oh. And oh. <laughs> so like yeah, yeah. he sees him as hugh hefner he sees him as larry king and then yeah. he, you know it's like a kicking the pants back, he gets to go and be like, is, is this for Tony, Tony Stank? Stank? Oh, yes, right there.
2: Table for one, Mr. Stank. And, you
3: know, like, and, and, and honestly, it, it's sold perfectly by Don Cheadle, who sells exactly <laughs> the way a friend would react to that. <laughs> oh, happening. yeah. That's true. That helps. And it, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, in my third spot is from Age of Ultron, uh, where he takes the 1000 year age, <laughs> not not-for-mortal-men... <laughs> Uh, liquor of whatever sort, and uh, he, you know I just have it titled here because he's carried away. Just excelsior! <laughs> 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 it' fantastic.
0: Well, he gets um, quoted with using excelsior in this one, and true believer in Captain Marvel, so he gets his catchphrases out there. Yeah, yeah.
3: We ju- we didn't get enough set.
0: Yeah. No, mm-hmm.
3: but maybe we will.
0: Yeah, there's still time.
3: I hope for his last one, and if, it, if it's in. <laughs> Uh, I Spider-Man, imagine Spider-Man yeah. and Far From Home that we get enough said to end it. That would just be perfect. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Yeah. But if you have that cameo stored away, <laughs> you need to have used that for that movie. Just saying. So, my
1: number one was also the Captain Marvel one. For all reasons I <laughs> But number two was The Age of Ultron. <laughs> because that's amazing. And then I have a different one for my third one, which okay. was from Amazing Spider-Man, which is such a stupid one, but he's wearing the headphones and he's just unaware of everything
0: that's going on behind him. And it's the table part, the table that comes flying at him and then it stops and gets pulled back. <gasps> oh, yeah. I'm going to let that slide. Brian's going to yell at you. Yeah, it's not MCU. You're not MCU. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm making lists about them. <laughs> I wrote it down. Take it. <laughs> Deal with it.
2: That's a Sony movie though. <laughs> it's not our fault. There's too many deals to. I know. See, it's confusing for of. everybody. It's scary. There's um <laughs> so it's a tag on to Mike's comment. Um uh after the release of Captain Marvel, uh Kevin Smith did not just a reaction like tweet um, but he actually did a like seven minute video that he recorded. I watched this. Uh, explaining that Kevin Feige had actually called him after Stan passed and said, um, you know, obviously, like this is after they held like a tribute for him at uh, Gromans, well, formerly Gromans, whatever. Like that it all happened. So it's a couple weeks after Stan passed. Kevin Feige called Kevin to say, I want to give you a heads up um, about what his cameo is. In, in Captain Marvel. So they hadn't even told him ahead of time that this was going to be it. Either I, you know, in, in that, I, I really wish they had just let Kevin Smith see it
3: on film. Yeah. You know, like completely unaware. I, I think, right. And I'm, I think that was the,
0: that was the plan. That and was probably the plan. Stand and they needed. Yes.
2: The, yes. You guys oh. have heard it then. So they, they were saying that the day that they filmed the cameo, it was, Stan wasn't having, a, wasn't having a good day, wasn't feeling well. So his, his voice recording didn't come through very well. So they actually came back to him and said, Kevin, came, Kevin Feige came back to Kevin Smith to say, do you happen to know if there are still outtake uh, tracks from Mallrats for when he's actually saying these lines in the movie? So that we can try to overdub them. Because if you actually... The moments where Stan's, quote, talking in Captain Marvel, his face is covered by the script. And when his face is revealed, when he puts it down... Just smiles. He's just smiling, so he's not speaking. So I think that's what they ended up doing, was they ended up punching up some of the old... So, obviously, Mallrats is not owned by Kevin Smith. It is owned by Universal, who made the movie. So I think he kind of redirected them. He redirected Feige back to there. Um, but along those lines, I wonder: Is there something maybe from any other appearances he's done, any other recordings that anyone might have access to? That even though it might not be like for for Far From Home, maybe that's not what they ended up shooting with him. But maybe they're able to doctor it up a bit. And spice at the it end of
3: the Mallrat's cameo that he does, he says, "Enough said." Does he? Yes. Okay. When, when he finishes talking to Jason Lee, he just kind of throws the scenes up.
2: Does, Enough does said. Does he? Okay. Perfect. So I mean that it's there. It's so, so, and, which and, they, and if they did they, they did it that way they would have this already. Right, and and precedent is there for them to you know go back to some of the, the this other audio these audio sources to do something like that. So maybe that's still on the table.
0: Movie magic. Yep.
2: Showing how the sausage is made. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right, so I guess it's my list. My three, uh, the two that we already talked about, Thor cuts, or he's cutting Thor's hair in Ragnarok. Just the fact that Thor makes such a big deal about him cutting his hair, <laughs> yeah. that sells it guy. for me. Yeah. I mean,
3: if he was coming at you with that tool, how would you feel? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, but he, nonetheless, that it, it, it is kind of a ridiculous thing that he pulls no out to cut it. Thor's yeah. hair with, and it seems completely ridiculous and unnecessary. Yeah. I would scream if he was gonna do that that look
0: it's a little overkill yeah <laughs> yeah uh tony stank number two for me uh the one that again at the time that i made this list because i'm sure it would change any other time i do this my number one for me was his cameo in thor when he ties the truck to the hammer and tries to pick <laughs> it up and it rips the whole back of the truck off did it work yeah yeah it yeah, did it work that was such a great work? <laughs> great cameo for me i love that one so that's my three um, like, all right, next category. So we're going top three supporting characters.
2: Josh, you are back on the board. Sure. So two of my three uh, come uh, from the Guardians world. Mm-hmm. Um, when I thought about supporting characters, for me, there's not a ton that aren't, like, first string. Okay. That, like, give you, like, anything left, like, meaty to, to take from. Okay. So um, – the first, I guess if I have to go by ranking, I'm going to say my absolute first, unless someone else is considering him, like, first string, I'm uh, I'm going with Yondu.
0: Okay. I could maybe see him supporting in the first
2: one, maybe. Yeah. Not first, the second first
3: one. First movie, I'd say supporting. Second movie, he's definitely main,
2: main cast. But, but with, within those two movies, yeah, that, that's why I was kind of trying to think about this for a while, but in the overall fabric of then all the other movies, he doesn't... Like, nobody even knows who Yondu is, like, outside of those, like, five or six people. Yeah. So that's why I kind of thought, like, he, he still counts as supporting for me because it's just, like, to that one small segment of the story. But to the other 20, you know, 19 movies or whatever, it, he's not really connected there. But I, I could substitute one out at the end if, if, if oh, like, no, I, I mean, if, if, if it. I can be good. Yeah, done. we can allow it. That's, it's not going to change my list, so and, I'll... Uh, my my second, uh, still from that world, is actually Kraglin. Sean Gunn's character. Oh, there you go. Yeah, um, yeah. There's, the, I, I, from the moment I saw Guardians Two for the first time, I don't. I was extremely taken with Yondu, Rocket, and Kraglin. Mm-hmm. Their character arcs in that movie and their moments and their portrayals really got me. I, I, I don't know why. It's not like I identify with them per se, but there's just something about them that really had a lasting impression on me and, and still do. I the the moment in the t- two moments in Guardians 2 for Sean Gunn, when he first sees the rest of the Ravagers show up for the funeral, uh, and yeah, he, yeah.
0: He,
4: yeah,
2: his eyes light up, and just before he mm-hmm. screams out the window, yeah! And does this, you know, Ravager pound, chest pound. Uh, and then when uh, Quill gives him Yondu's arrow, mm. yeah, and, yeah. He, and, he, and he just cracks. He's thanks, oh. Captain. That, that <laughs> like, he... Sean Gunn is not. No one knows who Sean Gunn is. Yeah. Like, think about it. Nobody has any idea who the frick. That moment was one of the best moments of acting I saw, like, all that year. Something about that just hit so real for me. I don't know. Um, Then, my last, um, again, this might be one I get vetoed on or not, but I'm going with Falcon. I'm surprised you didn't put your most obvious choice in this list. We'll
0: get to that. It's on my list.
3: Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, because I. yeah, no, Falcon. I'll
3: call a side ish. He's ancillary, or like he's
2: like to me, like he, like him and like someone like him and War Machine. Like it, to, to me, it's like they're they're not always Team A. They're not on the front line. They're more like supportive to the main team. In we're we're not getting happens. their story, and that's right. why I'm okay with you saying that. That's why I right. was like
3: kind of eh, on Yondu because we do get a lot of his story. It, yeah, but Falcon, we're not getting. It's, mm-hmm. This isn't about him at all. Right. He's there, but it's not about him. So I
2: would, I'm okay with that. There, right. we'll give it to you. All right, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I Well,
3: so okay, to, Falcon. To,
2: to, I'll say it to Falcon. To, to make amends, I'll throw out just two more. To, <laughs> Colson Col- and Korg. Okay. All were right. in the back of my head the, the, the runners up, but he's taken my just, whole list already. I completely
0: like, forgot about Colson for some reason. I don't know why I drew a blank <laughs> on him when I was making my list, but now I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> Okay, no, this is a side and, note for myself. Keep, yeah. keep going. <laughs> no, and this is, like,
2: not coming from... Like, I, I still haven't ever watched started watching Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet, so it's not even coming from that part of the universe, mm. but...
0: And I do watch that show religiously, and yeah. I don't know why <laughs> I didn't...
2: But even though, yeah, Colson's not in any of these past the first... I mean, you figure, with the first five movies, he has maybe 15 minutes of combined screen time. Yeah. He has a little bit more overall in Avengers, and he's not in this universe past the sixth movie. Yeah.
3: But, um... But he still has if you try to escape. Good I will fact, tase right? you, leave you drooling on the floor yeah. while I watch Super <laughs> Nanny.
2: Um, so, yeah, and Korg is self-explanatory, so I I will divest my
0: No type. impression? No, no, I figured for sure you were going to come out with a Korg impression. He might appear later. <laughs> oh, the, the, we do have quotes
5: coming. We have, we have, right, other, we right. have other categories <laughs> to get <Right>. through. <laughs> I
0: apologize. I jumped Why are you
5: encouraging me. this? You I hear it, it. Oh. You know. I hear it all the time. He just does, he'll just say random things to me in our daily lives in Korg's <laughs> voice. Also in Russian. I, he does a <laughs> Russian accent for no reason whatsoever. It's easy to slip into other voices.
2: Oh, you're doing uh, Dave <laughs> oh, a Dave DeSmaltjen for... Partially, yeah. Maybe, maybe pull, pull DeSmaltjen out, yeah. There's a supporting
3: character for you. In Mother Russia, list makes you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
5: See, because I, I think I kind of looked at it as... Maybe this was too technical about the supporting. I look at it as, like, the way the Academy Awards do, like, best actor of actors, supporting. So even if somebody is a main part of the story, but they're not the focus, I looked at them as more like supporting. Well, it seems like that's what Josh was doing too. So we're we're on the same. I didn't know where to put put Fury. Fury.
3: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. We're not getting his story, and that's why I'm okay with Fury as a side character. Like, if you were to say, like, Gamora, I would just instantly shut that down. Because so much of this is her story that we're getting. But Fury... It, yeah. This isn't about Fury. None of yeah. this whole story arc that we're getting in these movies is about him. It's things that he's been there for. But
0: because going through your guys' list, I think I like I want to amend mine because I think I picked people that were way or down on the supporting list. Then okay,
2: yeah. so at least something else. Something. I did, yeah, but, but no, I did, ahead. but I'm not amending.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm sticking with the ones I
3: checked. Yeah, because okay.
2: that'll that'll be a more robust discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no just like.
0: Fury and Colson are like obvious choices now that I'm looking back. Like why the fuck didn't I pick those people? Yeah.
2: But yeah, I well, no, Cause, but no, be interesting once we get around because then I'm curious to see, to see like how deep down the bench you went. I mean, maybe not as deep people, as so. as we think, but, but, so, yeah, but sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, that's that's okay. So I did
5: yeah, I had Fury, I had Colson. Um I also had Okoye. Uh oh, yeah. yeah, oh,
4: good yeah definitely. Yeah.
5: I adore her. And it was hard because I really Oh, I just blanked out on um the other uh nikia? nikia yes thank you um because i also really enjoy nikia too and so i was going back and forth because i was like, Who do I like but there was there's something about her whole uh during the near the the talent of black panther when the battle when when she was like for wakanda of course she like holds the knife out yeah i love
4: that to her bow. and then her
5: her whole part in infinity war as well uh when she's fighting i just i love her so those are my three very Coulson.
3: nice good picks um like i said josh when he extended his list by 2 uh covered the rest of my list oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, i, I, like I the had uh, uh, the third for colson nice. uh second was korg <laughs> and first was craglin um and we talked about craglin Kraglin um captain's <laughs> got to teach stuff <laughs> I was sold then on Kraglin. Guardians 2 went even further with it.
2: Oh, yeah, in the first one, he's like, yeah, Captain's got a teacher. Yeah. Yeah, the, like his whole like, repeat
3: whole, shit that Yondu said which, thing in, the, in, the fir- in that movie was. Do you do
2: this too? The, every time I see that scene, I think of American Pie. Yeah. With uh, yeah, culmination. Yeah, the. Culmination. Yeah, the stupid, like, assistant <laughs> <Yes>. coach. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, Korg, you can't say enough about how much Korg made Ragnarok better. Yeah. Um, it's not the same movie without him, and congratulations to Taika Waititi for directing that movie and appearing as the most entertaining character <laughs> in it. Maybe. It, it, it's it, That movie's just so great, it's hard to say he is, but definitely, definitely has to be there. And Colson, we've just had so much fun with Colson through the years. Yeah. Even if you don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., It doesn't matter. Just what he did in the rest of the movies is great.
0: Because he definitely shifts to main character in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So he's not the supporting. And you get a lot more of him in in that show. Well, right. But you don't... Even on the show,
3: it's not really about him.
0: He's like the lead of that show. One of many. I always took Daisy as the lead. She gets there, but the, the, you okay. go to the show for Coulson. That's your s- well, segue. Well, he's from, the draw. Yeah,
3: but I, I I don't feel I feel like it's about her and it's not about him. Like he's there, but it. All right, I'll
0: give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah.
3: Um, but yeah, it, so that that's where I wound up, and I'll just pass it on. Okay, I also had a play. that she was my number one. I was in between her and Mbaku because I love Coulson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just so he
1: was just cool. He just was intimidating. And then
3: I think it's Mike. Else, with Wong from Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good uh, call. I wouldn't say no to a tuna melt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then along with <laughs> Wong, I went with Ned
1: from The Man
0: perfect
2: Oh yeah. Awesome. <laughs> what are you doing? Looking at <laughs> <in laughs> porn? No,
0: you know, I had a hard time thinking of quotes, and now every time we're talking about a character, yeah, I'm thinking of quotes, quotes they've quote, made, the and I'm like, I gotta hard. add that to my list. Yeah. Well,
1: Whenever he's in Peter's room when he relates into Spider-Man, just the look and he's just like, <laughs> oh.
0: <I'm> like <laughs> I, I shed a tear every time that Death Star breaks apart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how much time that
3: takes to <laughs> put together? Like the
2: person, like the the production person that was hired on that movie. Like, oh my god! Please spend nine hours making. This Can you imagine if it. they didn't get it in one take? Say, hey, you
0: better hope it gets done in one take. <laughs> yes, yeah. we gotta build it back up and do it again. This We're, is
5: where we need to insert a clip of Paula talking about how they have to build all of their Lego <laughs> for the store, and then they take. Uh, she's never told me, but they do take them out every once in a while, and I'm assuming that they don't hand it to a child because if oh, yeah. <laughs> they drop it. But yeah. she said, yeah, it takes... They had to build all of them. So. I believe that, yeah. I think I feel like her heart, like she just... <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was your three, right? Okay. Uh, for me, like I said, I'm thinking back, like Fury and Colson would have been good additions to mine. Uh, what I wrote down, I had Korg, obviously. Jeez. I couldn't... I have to put Korg in there. Um, Shuri is another one from Black Panther yeah. who I adore. And just because... He, he had a smaller role in age of Ultron. He got a bigger role in black Panther and looked like he was having a fucking ball <laughs> claw. is claw. Yeah. I think Andy circus just fucking played it phenomenally in black Panther. Yeah. So he stuck Absolutely. out to me. Um, all right. So that's our supporting. We'll go to, I have costumes next on my list. If we want to do costumes.
2: Sounds good. So Josh, you're up again. All right. Uh, these ones are in no particular order. I couldn't really rank them. Um, this was a harder category for me again this was this was one that was just like there's so much to try to think about that i just got overwhelmed and my brain turned off um but the ones that i picked are just more like right in front of you very i don't want to say more flashy but they kind of are um they're not really subtle um so my three in no particular order uh are yondu mostly from guardians Two, because i freaking love that red mohawk <laughs> yeah when he finally got the fin oh yeah yeah um this year for halloween i've been wanting to do it do it since 2017 this <laughs> year for halloween I, I think i am oh you're gonna paint yourself blue yeah nice <laughs> yeah i'm gonna die oh, actually dive uh, uh, what was
1: that From development, oh yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> just goes blue <laughs> yeah um yeah i'm gonna try to like dye like part of the middle of my hair Red, so that I can gel it up for the Mohawk oh, man. and then dye the other part blue because since his head's shaved, yeah, I like tie that part back in a. You wouldn't shave your head for this costume? Shit, no, no. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that committed. Bald
3: cap and a real
5: fin.
2: Yeah, it's a, it'd give nah, me a dedicate. Um,
5: <laughs> he just wants to dye his hair. Yeah,
2: do, do some like red stripe in the middle and then blue underneath, um, and then I can do like the blue body paint and whatnot. So like that 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 look, especially like the punk rockness of. That Finn, yeah, looked. I loved it. Um, my second is Vision.
4: Okay, um, yeah, yeah.
2: fair enough. He is one of the few, like everyone, especially the last many years. People always say, like, "Oh, it's like a comic book. Just come to the screen." There's something about him that just looks like a drawing rendered, regardless, yeah. regardless of whether it's a comic book or not. He just he looks like an illustration in life, and especially the way that they were able to so smoothly create the prosthetics for his face. There's not a wrinkle in it. It doesn't look awkward. It looks like that is exactly how his face is molded. Um, and the way they deal with his head as well, like, like Nebula almost made my list for this as well, because yeah. of that same sort of feature, like manipulating their face and their head with both practical on the skin makeup and prosthetics just to make such a, a, a clear, just, uh, uh, uh There's not, like, a vulnerability in that sculpture. It's just so pristine. I really like the
3: the edges to it. For me, with Vision, the thing that's always thrown me off is just... It's not the costume itself. The costume looks amazing. It's that they went 99.9% comic book look for Vision, and then they left him with normal eyes. Okay. Because, like, the way his eyes look very human compared to what they look like in the comics... Is what always throws me off on Vision.
2: What's the main difference?
3: Their eyes, like in the comic, he has very much like, if I'm recalling correctly, it's just white. Like there's
2: not like Batman mask almost. Like yeah, just
3: like it's just yeah, there. like it's just there. There's not like eyes, yeah. you know. And I think that's like the biggest difference in the way he looks in the comics, obviously, to how they put him on screen. Yeah. And I get the decision because it would be weird as shit. <laughs> too. Yeah. Yes. But too. he's supposed
2: to be an android. But it also helps. He's think, so much more. I think it. Helps, he is. I think it helps the other actors sell their reactions to him. They are better I'd... able to react to him, so therefore their their performance is more realistic. Yeah I, yeah, I don't have a problem with yeah, the character yeah, yeah. or anything like that. It's just... Maybe that was it's a part like, of the like choice. That,
3: yeah, part of that costume choice that was different mm-hmm. that, you know, I still wonder what it would look like had they gone the full route, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not... there,
2: there's sort of a parallel that I know from, uh, actually, in Harry Potter, they when they were finally going to have, like, the spoilers, rebirth of Voldemort, Um, he's always described as having these, like, red slitted eyes and they barely describe him as even still having like eyeballs per se that are just red colored but once once they were rendering it on live screen they decided to just give him back like regular human eyes yeah because they said it would pull you out of it a bit more like in your mind on the page it works because everyone is gonna envision their own picture in their mind about that, and whatever they picture, it works for them. But on the screen, it would be just a bit too much to have... It'd be a little bit of overkill. Yeah. I think to have, like, that character with these, like, blinding red eyes that you're supposed to... <laughs> it would take away immersion. It would, and the the humanizing factor of this this is still a dude, and he's just this evil. He's choosing to be this In a similar fashion, I think that's maybe perhaps why they decided to do something like this. We could go this route with Vision, especially with his face, but there's a better effect visually on screen to do what they did uh, for the viewer. But actually, now that you've mentioned that, maybe that's why I'm now realizing that once Thanos rips the soul stone out of his head and his eyes are gone. I didn't really pick up on that as much until right now because he just uh, his yeah. color palette yeah. just goes to like that deep purple gray all over. He's completely devoid of color, and the eyes are gone. Yep. It's just flat. That, that exactly that. It's like a it's not the white, but it's just that like flat mm-hmm. panel. Um, so maybe that's why it stuck out so much. My last one uh, in the costume category is the Grandmaster. Yeah, and I think part of this was it's like you said with. Uh, Dandy um, Circus having so much fun as Claw. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Holy shit,
5: Goldblum's yeah. the hell
2: out of this part. I <laughs> uh, said so, his his costume's not all that intricate if you think about it. It's it's the costume and the makeup and the hair and the nails and the mannerisms and whatnot. And it's definitely him that sells it. Yeah, yeah, that helps. Yeah. But like I said, these aren't subtle choices, and I know that. But there's something about what they did with him that I think works really well because if they I don't know how he looks in the comics or what his basis is, but if, um, like, as a, quote, like, Celestial is, like, the last of his kind, and now he's, you know, Celestial and all that, I think they could have done a lot of different things that could have come off very grandiose, but would have been more bland. It, yeah. His
3: comic look is a little bit more... Um, i trying to think of a good way to put it, but, like, Cree, Like, okay. he actually has, like, a bluish grayish colored skin. Okay. But other than that, the, the, the actual costume part mm-hmm. is spot on. I don't know if it's a robe so much, you yeah. because I mean, it seems like he's wearing a robe. Yeah, yeah or, yeah. or a dress, or, you know, I mean, more than, it doesn't seem like it's
2: pants there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's... The, when, I, when I heard about a character, because I didn't know anything about it, when I heard about a character called the Grandmaster, and I kind of started to learn about the premise, like, oh, this is kind of going to be Planet Hulk-ish, Contest of Champions-ish, and all that sort of thing they could have i think they could have gone with someone trying to dress much more regally, more high priest. Yeah. something like that. And so i think to see that actor in that look was was a good choice. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah. There's my
5: 3. Sarah. Okay. I mean, i love Loki so much. <laughs> how, how did, how, you how, not, did, did you not know, did you not think that was, was Loki, coming? Loki, be like Loki, 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 three different Loki, Loki costumes. No. But no, i think that's part of what i like Loki is they story. evolved his look. Like, I definitely, I mean, Loki in Avengers is my favorite of his. Because his look, obviously, Ragnarok changes. But even from Thor to Avengers, Thor 2, it's more like Avengers. But there's a, there's a difference in his hair in from Thor to Avengers. And I kind of like, it's my, one of my favorite things they did in Avengers is where he is in Germany. And he goes, and so he's supposed to be at the opera. And he's in the suit, but he has the scarf. And just like the way they've portrayed him, it's still the the silhouette and the the structure of it harkens back to his costume for the rest of the movie. And then I like, I mean, I like the horned helmet, but I like that they didn't, I think if they would have kept him in that, it would have taken away from scenes because it's so grandiose, at least the way that they, and the, the small things that I've seen from the comics is it's very pronounced.
3: Yeah, make a move, reindeer games. Yeah,
5: <laughs> and but that's the thing is I think that would have made that made more of an Im- that quote made more of an impact like just when it's in there fleetingly like you're not he's not constantly wearing the horns the but whole it makes time. You think about it, because right? You
2: hear it, you're like, it is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, which, but which then you get the payoff in Ragnarok in the play that <laughs> they're all watching and Matt Damon is hamming it up. on. make a statue with me with. Know, the helmet,
5: the, the big horns. horns, yeah. yeah. So I, there's just something that I like about him. Anything about that whole look, too. It's very sleek and you know. But I just I love that scarf. I, I just want it's sexy. I mean, it's Tom Hiddleston. He could wear a bag and be sexy. But I also just she want. Didn't,
2: she didn't say where the bag would be.
5: That's up to you. I just want that scarf too. I really need to find that scarf. Um, I also I really love Black Widow's costume. Her this like the black catsuit I don't know. Ever since I saw they and I, I remember it kind of being a bad movie. But they remade the nineteen sixties Avengers mm-hmm. movie with uh, I think it was Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke in the. Yeah. Ray-Fines, that was it. Yeah. Uh in the 90s
0: was when they made that? The yeah. Late 90s sounds early about right. Yeah. But it's it's a it's similar like Silver Angel's phase, I think. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's yeah. she
5: has like that similar look too. And I know they use that in a lot of looks for like the spy is it's very also Catwoman-ish. just that kind of look. But I just love that her with the her hair too. I mean, I cut my hair that way. <laughs> when, when I met Sarah, that is how her hair That went. is why I had shorter hair. <laughs> that's
2: why, that's, that is why she started Wait, dying we, we,
3: Which one are we talking? Uh, Avengers. First Avengers. First or, Avengers. Oh, okay.
5: When she cuts her hair. Um, I specifically took that in to my stylist and was like, this, <laughs> this is what I want. Uh, I don't have the curly hair that she has, so I have to work a little harder at it. But I don't know. There's something about her whole look that I love. Um and my third was the the Dora Milaje from from Black Panther. I just love that those costumes and the color and I mean Black Panther I think overall just had amazing costumes oh, start yeah. to finish. Yeah. I don't think they had a weak link at all in there in their costume design. Um and I I just loved that cohesion of the women and how each one of them if I remember each one, there's like some slight differences in, in them, but there's there's a uniformity of it that I just love.
3: I think they were meant like the differences that you see, I think, was like military rank. Yeah. Differences, perhaps. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, maybe just subtle things yeah. they put in for that reason.
5: But those are my three.
3: Good.
0: Good list. Good list.
3: Mike? Okay. Uh, for me, coming in third place is the yellow jacket suit which, in spite of the character and maybe every Corey's still trying but not really succeeding as much as I'd like, <laughs> that suit was fucking awesome. Um, the Just everything about it, I thought, looked so much better than Yellow Jacket ever has in the comics. And if I'm not mistaken, that look has kind of inspired how they make Yellow Jacket look now in the comics. That wouldn't
0: surprise me. Yeah.
3: Um, it, it, it's just... You you see that suit and you get like oh this is gonna be a cool ass scene and then Corey Stoll talks and kind of spoils it for me. Um, I mean, it was an Ant Man. So I they, love did, the movie Ant Man. Take that into consideration. No, take I I, I right, show <laughs> Take it down. A notch. <laughs> I, I I love Ant Man. I I just don't necessarily like Corey Stoll as Yellow Jacket, but the Yellow Jacket itself, the suit, just fucking cool. Um, number two is Red Skull um yeah yeah. the the makeup everything the the fact that you're still able to see hugo weaving Mm. in red skull but it looks exactly like red skull from the comic books is unfucking believable what they were able to do there and even the parts where they just have like hugo weaving actually appearing as himself as schmidt and then you see like the little bits peeking out because he's wearing a skin face Mm -hmm. it that's fucking awesome um love every bit of that
2: a bit Leatherface, yeah. It's a like strange, yeah,
5: that's yeah,
3: true. You know, like he's, it, it's just cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the costume itself, you know, and that, that that's fairly easy. That's just mm-hmm. Nazi uniforms, just with Hydra symbols on them. That doesn't impress me. It's just the head work there.
2: Yeah, that was another one that like we mentioned, like watching, um... <laughs> throwing yourself under the bus on this one. Yo, yeah, I definitely. Uh, we mentioned like watching uh, the show Face Off for so many seasons that same thing where you learn about just the process of making designs and then clay molds and transferring that to uh uh uh, like a a latex overlay and latex or polyfoam like learning all that and then and you're getting like really bare bones introduction to these emerging professionals but mostly like industry amateurs To then watch, like, the end product when you see some of these things on film. That was another one where, like, talking about sculpture again, like, with um, Vision. Red Skull is just, like, perfect. Mm -hmm. The coloration, the lighting, the sheen, the shape. To to throw it even
3: more out to those people, you can't tell the difference between Ross Marquand and Hugo Weaving. Mm -mm. I know. In, In those two movies, if you just look, they look exactly the same. Yeah. So... Definite props to them for that. Um, Making my number one spot is what I feel like is an awesome costume, and also something that I feel like they put more work into than any of the others, and that's going to Hella. And the reason Uh, I had a hard time is that her costume evolves throughout the movie to fit what she's doing. In everything. Her entire look. It, it's very subtle. That a lot of people don't necessarily notice it unless they're looking for it. But the way her makeup is. The way her hair is. The way her headdress fits. The way her costume is. All kind of fit her current attitude and mood and everything she's doing in the movie. And... It's like I said. If you watch it again and look for that, you can notice what they do there. Because I didn't, I had no clue that it was happening until I knew to look for it. Hmm. Um, the costume itself, just you know, the base image that we probably all have in our mind of the Hella costume is amazing in and of itself. Um, the fact that they they made it so that Kate Blanchett can go from her hair down looking beautiful to instantly popping that thing on her head and looking crazy scary. Awesome, um, yeah. I like. I just they put so much work into it. And it just worked. It, it just, you know, start to finish in that movie, really did well.
0: Nice, good picks, Leslie. Okay, so now my
1: number three was Drax. I love.
2: Good it. pick. It was. It's so like it looks so natural that you think that. Batista- That's, That's how he looks. <laughs> and when, yeah, when I. See him now in other parts, even like concur- like concurrently with this, like when he's a, he pops up in uh, the beginning of Blade Runner, mm. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and what else? He was in uh, Spectre, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you see him like in things that he he's. Unnatural. You I'm almost unnatural. do, yeah. Like even when he does press like for these movies anymore, he's like, oh, on a, on a late night show with some of the other cast. You're like, that's who's that guy? <laughs> I know. That's, it's so what part? Funny. What part does he play? Pants, but it's all yeah. Like the body, the body thing. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. yeah. maybe for me is it the same for you like when you now see him most of the time he has a lot of time now like in real life he'll rock facial hair so he has like a thin layer of hair that he still keeps when he's not doing this part at least and some facial hair so that look like he just disappears under that makeup yeah
1: I absolutely love that and it looks he does he looks like an alien without looking unnatural yeah not too alien Uh, then Doctor Strange because I love Doctor Mm. Strange he just looks so he just looks so cool and his cape is also, you know, like a supporting character.
2: Blanket of death, <laughs> <laughs> the magic carpet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, they, are they missing an opportunity to throw out like a whole new world joke in <laughs> these movies? <laughs> they, can,
5: yeah. they can now. Yeah. Something uh, shining, say, or shimmering.
2: Get, we still haven't seen
3: Infinity War this yet. Is this, yet, or Endgame. Or Endgame. Yeah, yeah. This is true. Uh, uh, yeah, and then, and I
1: loved Captain Marvel. I loved it. I loved the Mohawk. I her suit was functional
5: and, yeah, and the colors of it. And I want she can change the colors whenever she wants.
0: Did anyone else kind of <laughs> want her to keep that whole neon look?
5: I kind of love, that kinda was, kinda I love
3: the like neon. Fucking cool. The 80s arcade, yeah. like yeah. Tronish. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like, stop, you're good. Yeah. Like, somehow that's better.
0: Not very combat effective because you stand out like a sore thumb, <laughs> but it looks fucking cool. If you're invulnerable, which it seems
3: that's like she r- is, it really matter so like, if they know Fair where she's over with sooner. Here I am.
2: Could be cosmic bowling. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is the perfect. That is outfit. a post-credit cosmic scene right up. there. She can go cosmically bowling. Not
0: oh! just. Oh!
2: <laughs> so just like we wrote the uh, the Three Captain America and the Beetle. Yeah, <laughs> this this T- needs to be her this needs to be a one bowling. shot. A one-shot idea for uh, Captain Marvel DVD. May- may- maybe it can
3: be like since. Never mind. I'm not going to say anything because <laughs> Goose g- could be there. No, I, I'm. I'm just going to stop yeah, myself entirely.
2: Afraid that anything you say now is going to come out badly.
3: No, you're on an embargo, so I'm not saying anything. Uh,
5: <laughs> oh yeah, trailery
0: points maybe. Yeah. Oh okay. yes, not there's sure. a trailery yeah.
3: point where there could be something that happens with cosmic bowling that would be really cool that I can't mention.
2: Yeah. Because okay.
3: Josh is on an
2: embargo. You guys know what I mean. I don't. I don't either. That's good because watched <laughs> it. <you laughs> I haven't watched sounds, the newest. No, it almost sounds like if you're saying I can't say something about potential cosmic bowling because it might give something away. Sounds like it's giving something away. <laughs> so if they're not getting it, then the, the, they, they didn't watch it yet. either. Spoiler apparently. alert:
5: She I'm does the, go bowling in space.
3: I, I'm, I'm I'm the only person that, be who's seen this trailer, can, yeah. and hopefully, I remind myself to bring this up
2: again later.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, there's. So there was a moment after after we saw Captain Marvel that I was reading through. It didn't. I didn't catch this, and it might have been intentional. That as she is with uh, Monica and she's going through her costume color choices, and it's like the, I think it's the first one she picks, first or second, and it's basically like the red and gold that looks really similar to Sh- Shazam. Okay, yeah. And at least one thing I was reading at the time, it mentioned it like was that an intentional. Callback or reference to the fact that Shazam was formerly known as Captain Marvel until they were forced to change the name, and that's basically how his outfit looks. Yeah, I
0: thought I, I thought I read something about like what every color scheme that you see, what it's a reference to. Oh, okay. I don't remember yeah. that specifically being one. I'm not saying it couldn't be, mm-hmm. but I think the list that I saw was different stuff. Of course, I don't remember what they were referencing. Right, but... right, right. Uh, the
3: the green and white one that she flips to does go back to the original Captain Marvel. Maybe that was one of them. Um, that almost looks
2: like like honestly, I thought Slytherin when I saw. That. <laughs> <laughs> they, <And that's laughs> the right, yeah, Gryffindor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what it was
3: this whole time. You know. big
0: sorted. <laughs> <laughs> so the first wait the green one she wears is what green and blue? Isn't that more Hufflepuff-y No. no. You might Hufflepuff. be able to make an R. Harry
5: Potter
2: reference. Fail. Yeah. Oh.
5: <laughs> I would say Hufflepuff would have been black and gold. Oh, yeah, okay.
2: it's, right. it's, it's it's almost like a Slytherin Ravenclaw mix. Sl- yeah, Ravenclaw. That's the one I'm thinking of. Raven Ravenclaw, Ra- 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 Raven blue classica, and silver. Blue yeah. and silver. Yeah. But although I don't know what the Ilvermorny house, True. If, if the house has, houses have colors, in we the haven't. And I don't school.
3: think that's been revealed.
2: Yeah, no, I don't think it has.
3: I I don't think they're doing that. I think we should write that. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't think that they're throwing that in as a reference. In, that a, in a, a Disney made it. movie <laughs> on a Warner Brothers own property. That's our nest egg.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we got the we got the brain. So trust many going. good ideas in this episode. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Let's say we eventually we kept cutting you off about your <laughs> captain thoughts.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, okay, three for me. Um, I'm a Spider-Man geek, so the the Homecoming Spider-Man suit to me was fucking great. It's got that classic look to it, but still new. the The movable eyes was a great touch. I love that expressionism in there. Um, Something about Star-Lord's costume, too. I just fucking love it. And the helmet, for me, I think is what sells it. I really yeah. like the trench coat and his whole look, but that helmet with everything just seals the deal for me, and I think it's great looking. Um, And I almost wanted to do like three different Cap costumes, but his progression for his costume, mm-hmm. what you see in First Avenger just harkens to that era, era. The first Avengers movie is very classic comic book Captain America costume. And then it progresses slightly through Winter Soldier, Civil War, and Infinity War. And I'm picking the one from Infinity War basically because it's the, the continuation from Civil War, but there's no star, it's ripped up. It's just dirty because he's been in the trenches on his own, doing his own thing. It's just a, a, a unique look for him that I like.
3: Have you seen any of the press for the one in Endgame?
0: I've seen screenshots of some sort of new, co- new team costume for everyone. I'm not talking about I'm talking about caps. There's oh, the no. cap uniform? No. No.
3: It it looks as though we're getting the scaled uniform.
0: Oh, all right. That'd be cool. Like
3: cuz the there's hints cap of that. Uniform.
0: That's another reason I like his uh, Infinity War 1 is underneath the costume. You see the scales of his comic book, mm. I don't know, like armored suit or if you want to call oh, it some oh, sort of armor, I'll but there's like that the again. vibranium like flakes. scales underneath one of the patches of holes that's in his costume from being beat up. Oh, okay. So that's another callback to his comic book-looking costume.
3: it, It looks as though we're getting the full thing.
0: I hope he just and rips and it off like Tearaway Pants. He's like, look, <laughs> motherfuckers, I had this on the whole time. It'd be great. I, it, it, in the, in the comics, that that's good. <laughs> they're
3: just yeah. like, MCU, they're, finally, t-
2: they're just finally implementing their one F-bomb allowed in a, uh, a PG-13 and, yeah. and it comes from Cap. So and it comes from Cap.
5: And somebody character. has to go, language. Yes, yes. yes. It
0: all it's all it comes back around. It's a callback the whole time.
5: So you want him to have his boy band or slash magic mic moment with Tearaway yes. Pants?
0: yes. That would be, like, the top of my moments list whenever we do this ranking again. He just shows up to the battle, and he's like, let's go. And then just rips it apart. Scale a uniform. Let's go, motherfuckers. And then, yeah.
2: I got this. See, I would say the overall costume in Infinity War didn't strike me as much as some of his other iterations, but once he gets, like, the new, like, arm shields mm. from Wakanda, and I think I said this in our, um... Either our year-end review or our review of that... Movie specifically, the shot on the Wakandan plains when him and T'Challa are leading the charge to fight those beasts, and they are you know seventy yards ahead of everybody because yeah. they can run like lightning, In... and they are just running with such intensity. Like, come here, I am going to tear your shit up. I cannot wait to kill all of them. I you.
0: feel like every screening I went to that for that movie, it got moment. one of the biggest rounds of applause. It's only, it's, every it's time, barely
2: like a second. That it's well, happening. It, that they it, give that it's this one
3: they let perspective. It's the super just, soldiers have a foot race into battle. Not, yeah. not even just a foot race into battle. Yeah, yeah. And, they're, and they're not. They shying. don't announce they're a just, winner. They they just have them. Just f- they're not and, waiting
2: for backup. They're not. They're they're just going. I don't care that it's two or even one against a thousand. Oh yeah, just we're coming to kill every last one of you dead. Yeah, and Love not to shot. mention, like it, sadly enough, oh, no, none of us <laughs> yeah. mentioned
3: Black Panther is like our favorite costume, and it, it makes me sad because. It's not so much that the costume looks cool, it's what the costume does that's yeah. cool. It's and a bishop-type
0: power to it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: and that scene is like the perfect example of it is when they get out ahead and you start seeing Black Panther just... Everything explodes around them as soon like as you get How you pick them again. out
0: of those big, wide battlefield shots is that's where the explosion comes from, <laughs> <Yeah>. from the <laughs> boom, reverb of boom. a shoot. Yeah,
3: And... It, like, and I think that's probably why it doesn't make the, anybody's list here. Is because it doesn't necessarily look that cool. It just does cool shit. Yeah, yeah. But it, what I was gonna say though is the like the scaling we're talking about. It, it almost looks like a plate mail, like a like little yeah. bitty plates of scaling, and that's how they put the vibranium into his
2: costume in the one. No, is example. That, so is that a result? Is that look a result of how illustration was done in the past, or that was actually there was actually like an explanation as to why it looked that way so long ago? I mean, that was how it
0: was drawn. I don't know if there was an in comic explanation to why it looked yeah It, it, scaly. it just like
2: in looked same, that way, and then like the same way, they... like if you look at the you know, comics even from like the forties, fifties, sixties, where to get the coloration on how it needed to be printed with the ink that they had. They would do like those minute red dots, right? All he over didn't. Skin. He didn't have it then. I didn't know if that was like a similar reason. Like there was a reason they had to draw it that way because of how things got printed or anything. Or it, when, like, when he first story showed up in the forties, he, he uh, the costume
3: wasn't scaled. Okay, um, I believe I don't know if it was in the first Avengers. Like when he shows up in Avengers number four, I don't know if he has a scaled. Yeah, I don't uniform. remember that. I have to look Detailed, back. Mm-hmm. but it's most famous for like the Civil War storyline. Where they get, you know, these new, highly detailed, you know, art for these comic books, and it's very pronounced that okay. it's all like very much armored scaling on the uniform, and it was kind of a look that any Cap fan has always been waiting to see the uniform take. So knowing that it's probably coming for mm-hmm. Endgame is
0: awesome. That's cool. Alright, so that wraps up. Costumes will go to top three, Avengers slash main cast. So Josh, you're up.
2: Up to me, okay. Um, Again, I don't know if I necessarily have an order for these per se. Um, I will start with Rocket. Actually, like I I said earlier, the arc of of some of the characters, especially in the second Guardians movie, and then especially with Rocket through Infinity War. Mm -hmm. um, It was a really... Interesting choice to have him alone, and I guess you could say yes, Groot, but Groot's not really there in most scenes, yeah, really, especially as like he goes back to this teenage phase. Um, to have him pretty much solely break off from the group and go with Thor, I thought was an interesting choice. I would not have guessed that that would have happened ahead of time, yeah, and especially watching them learn about each other and then they end up at um, Phil. Not folded, uh not formier. Um, the star. I'm waiting. I'm just. I'm doing. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to get there. Nidavellir. Nidavellir. Thank you. Um, that whole piece with them too. There, there's something about that character that, even though there's like there's still some things that seem irredeemable about him and kind of shitty, like in the way like when he says uh, like Thor says uh you know oh I have nothing else to lose and even Rocket's like. I do. I I, <laughs> I could stand to lose a lot. I and, and can we can we still go to that place where where they make the most terrible weapons in the universe? I'd like to have those. Yeah. You know, there's still things about him that you're like, no, he's not. He's not perfect in any in any way at all. In fact, maybe I shouldn't like him. <laughs> maybe I'm not supposed to. Um, but uh, yeah, there's something uh, about him that's, that's just very attractive. And I, I, it was funny. We just watched the first Guardians again prior to Captain uh, Marvel and. Bradley Cooper's voice performance changed dramatically between Guardians 1 and 2 mm-hmm. um, his voice in Guardians 2 and Infinity War is much more affected as opposed to Guardians 1 I didn't really remember that he's almost talking with more of his natural voice and a bit more gravelly but not as though Bradley Cooper is doing a character per se he's in like invented a voice character to do Yeah. Um, but through all of that he's uh, definitely made an impression on me. Uh, my number two, or second at least, is Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner. Okay. And I think yeah. a lot of my choices, I'm realizing as I was doing this, are definitely affected by the actors who have brought this forward. It's not just the characters that I tend to like in general. Um, I am pers- I am still a hard rider for uh, Edward Norton's Bruce Banner. Um, I still champion Incredible Hulk in the MCU. I think it's very underrated and forgotten, but I think it's very, very good. Uh, but in the incarnations that we've seen of Bruce Banner, uh, maybe it was the company that he found himself in, and that helped play off. Who knows? But from the moment that um, uh, Ruffalo comes on screen, not even speaking English, uh, you know, sp- speaking a different language in India in the first Avengers, there's something about him, and like especially that first scene with him and Natasha. In the uh, cabin in that, in that house, he just hit for me. Yeah. Um, so that portrayal is definitely... And, and I think that's... I like Bruce more than the Hulk, per se. Like, I, I, I like how they're able to render the Hulk and, and bring that to you. But I actually like watching Ruffalo. I like well, watching Ruffalo do Banner.
3: I, I, I mean, I, I, I think until Ragnarok, you didn't really All get time. a personality for the Hulk yeah you, you mean you got little interactions here and there with thor but he wasn't really speaking once he's in hulk mode yes you're right right but, but, well yeah i mean
2: but that that's what we're talking about mm-hmm. the
3: difference between bruce and the hulk and right you get it in ragnarok and i feel like there i i love that version of the hulk sure. <laughs> you know it, like it helps but bruce himself is the character Right. Like that's the character that you care about. That's you know the Hulk is just kind of in the way.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I really dig Ruffalo in every moment that he's in. It always
0: makes you wonder too. Like what would it, the the what if scenario of if Edward Norton stuck around as the Hulk, what would the interac- interactions with the characters would have been like? Should he make it to Avengers and all that stuff?
2: Yeah, like that. Like think of that first bridge scene on the Helicarrier in the first Avengers where yeah. it's. Colson, not Colson. uh, Fury, Tony, Thor, and, what, Natasha's sitting there, and him. Cap should be there too, right? And Cap, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Around the you table. You get to see my party trick after and, all. Yeah, like, that scene, and where, the, like, him and Tony are talking about, like, oh, how do you, uh, uh, stabilize the reaction to figure out where to put the Tesseract for this stuff, and they're going back and forth on geek stuff. Um, like, it, I, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how that would have been because we can only go by what we've seen, but I, all, all I do know is what I've seen from Ruffalo. Right. I don't want anything else. Yeah. Um, and then my last is, uh, Chris Evans, Captain America. There's, uh, I, I, I came into all this and I still do not, especially on the Marvel side, not being a comic reader. Um, going even back to like anything that i've picked up in the last few years mostly it's been like dc graphic novels it's been like longer one shot batman stories like long halloween or things like that there's not really a lot of like marvel stuff that i'm picking up like oh here's a trade paperback of like the secret wars or you know or secret invasion like any of no. that well i know what you're getting for christmas <laughs> so <laughs> it's a uh, i mean i forget about it by then it'll be a surprise yeah. um so, like, I'm not coming into this thinking, like, oh, yeah, that's the Captain America I've been waiting for because I've had this, you know, 20-year impression of what this character should be. None of that. But even having – Chris Evans goes away from me. yeah And there's many movies that I've seen him in concurrently while he's been in the MCU and several that I'd seen him in prior to this. His face is in front of you the whole time. I was he's pr- not Drax in makeup. He's not anyone behind a mask for except like very little where part of his face is. You know, but it is freaking Chris Evans right there. And considering the other stuff he's been in, his wealth of other acting jobs that you
0: know you've seen him in plenty of stuff prior to this, and yeah. it's hard to shake that you would think, coming into watching
2: him portray such mm-hmm. a
0: big character. But you're right, he does disappear he's in the role. He's gone.
2: The moment that and I don't maybe it's subconscious or not, I don't know, but the first time you see him. Is see his face is strangely CGI'd onto someone <laughs> else's minute body for 20 minutes. Yeah. In the first Captain, in the first Avenger. And then you get him and his actual body and his, like, whole, like him doing mm. the whole thing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get it all. <laughs> And don't don't lie. Your your brain fills in the rest. Yep. I'm pretty sure Agent Carter gets a little yeah. Oh yeah. In on him there. Just
5: like, oh. Yeah, she's like okay. It's... <laughs> oh yeah, and she that, is that, all of us that is, in that moment. That
2: is a movie moment that is totally. Forgettable. <laughs> I don't know about all of us. All of us. <laughs> all of us, all of us, Mike. She is all of us. Yes, she's our avatar. We are all just. <laughs> don't say you're not. You're lying. Um, but you do like that moment. Like he is, he is Steve Rogers, right from the get go. He is Steve Rogers, and then he is Captain America, and. There's something very boy scoutish about him that he's never lost per se. There's some parts where, especially in like um, Civil War, where I think they start to introduce a part of his personality and his 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 thought process that you then start to potentially disagree with, depending on which side of the issue you just might personally fall on. Like whether or if you
3: don't side with Cap in Civil War, there's something wrong with your brain.
2: <laughs> well, but that, that's the thing is, is is presenting definitive sides that one could choose. That they're presenting a, a, a dual point of view that someone may say, Well, I, I see this, but I see that, and, and even even with that, you know that he is making the best choice that he honestly feels. He's not corrupt. He's not corruptible. That's what I think he's been able to portray about his character. Um, I will say the one thing that uh, that I don't like about what they wrote for him, and I said this when we reviewed the movie, movie I abs- uh, Infinity War, I absolutely hate that crap in most movies now where they decide, like, oh, one person is not worth saving a billion. I, I, I don't personally fall down on that side of morality, so it's hard for me to follow that story where, like, Peter is like, I can't lose Gamora because 90 and a half Trillion billion lives might be lost in the universe, or we can't sacrifice Vision because of what. Like, and and Cap falls down on that side of I can't. I will not give up one life to save everybody else. I don't. Per- but the I thing is, that's Cap would
3: can. give up his own life to do it.
2: If it was his own life, the, like if his own life wasn't. was that one, he would do it. True, but he wasn't allowing Vision to make the choice for his own life.
3: And and this is where. I would end up in arguments with people. And I I agree with you that Cap's wrong in that sense because Vision's not a person. He's a fucking robot. Even so. And
0: He's y- so much more.
2: <laughs> Make another one. Make another one. Even so. It's, like, as um, as I, said, I, said, I understand that's the writing that he has been given. It's not, you know, I, I get that. It's just um, his, his character anytime. My favorite moment, if I had to pick... What, well did we had a, we had a favorite moments character. we have a moment yeah we List. have a moment okay. so I will say the last part that I'll say for my favorite moments, but there's another cap time that comes with that I think encapsulates everything for him um so that's why if, if i if I even had to rank this category, he'd be number one for me
3: and i I personally to to go to your point, I have long said, you know I'm not a religious person, so what would Jesus do never really meant anything to me but For a very long time, I have said, what would Captain America do? And that that is how you should live your life, is make (laughs) your decisions based on what Captain America would do. You'll lead a pretty damn good life. I'm not going to say better or worse than if you followed (laughs) what would Jesus do, but I don't think you could go wrong doing what
0: Captain America would do. That's a fair point. I'm done talking now.
5: (laughs) Sarah's up. Okay. Again, this was a hard one for me.
3: that's I'm, I, you know what i'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> let it go i'm not like we, we, we could just fill the show
5: um i again i don't know if i necessarily have these in an order per se that's right um the the character of tony stark is just so great but i don't know if i would like him as much if it wasn't robert downey jr
0: that's also a fair point
5: like i just what he bring like his little quips and but i uh, the other thing that made me even more—I mean, I always liked him for the, um, the you know, little sarcastic comments and the just stupid pop culture references that he throws in. When we rewatched uh, Iron Man three, I had forgotten the like anguish that he was in in that movie, yeah. and the panic attack, and and everything. And I I really love just the kind of the trajectory that you get of Tony Stark and how he um Robert Tony Jr. is for all the the cockiness and the smart the comments that he brings, he really brings a nuance to him in those moments of vulnerability and in quieter moment there were like some of the moments with Pepper in that one. Like when he says when she's dangling off the um they're on a ship, aren't they? A cargo ship with like, like a
0: dock area. Like,
5: and she's dangling and he was like, swing, I'll catch you. And she falls and they go to his face and his face is just like that moment. Again, it's just one of the best just sequences for emotional range because I think sometimes you get caught up for Tony Stark in that like blustery persona and you kind of forget about some of the other moments he's had. Throughout, But again, I don't know if it wasn't Robert Downey Jr. Would I feel the same way? I'm so not was, sure.
0: This was a podcast we did way, way back when. I think it was Mike and Andy were on it. I try, I wanted to get you, and you couldn't do it for some reason. I remember this, yeah. Which makes me want to revisit it, because I think I have all the notes somewhere, and it's still fun just to talk about every now and again. But at one point, Iron Man was not under Marvel Studios. It was sold out to another studio. They were trying to make a, uh, an Iron Man movie, late 90s, early 2000s, with that superhero craze. Tom Cruise was in talks to play Tony Stark. I think I did hear that. No. Which
5: yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that I love him too, but it fit. just doesn't
3: He would have had to have run in the Iron Man suit instead <laughs> of fly. Chris Evans Captain America. I would never see Tom Cruise as anything
1: but Tom
2: Cruise playing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the
0: one of the three that was in the running for Cap. I don't remember who the third one was, but it came down to Chris Evans, somebody else and John Krasinski.
2: Krasinski. Costume tested and everything for yeah. Captain America and didn't I, get the role. I could have potentially, at least when I think of the initial aesthetic, I I think I could see Krasinski. Depending on what they wrote for him, depending on what they decided to try to do with him, whatever story they I, I Maybe. If it's basically maybe. like just like Chris Evans,
0: like this, the stuff they give Chris Evans to do, but it's Krasinski in the role, I could see that. I think Krasinski okay. could do the same thing for yeah. the role that Chris Evans did. Okay. I think he's that good enough of an actor to do it. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. They made the right choice, though.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying I'd rather see him recast. I think Chris right. Evans is perfect. But if we had an alternative, that mm-hmm. would have been also the also other alternative too was Emily Blunt was supposed to be Black Widow and couldn't do it because of scheduling. So they got
2: Scarlett Johansson. I heard she was also in the running for Captain Marvel. Oh,
0: no, I didn't hear that. And yeah. I think
2: c- I she was also I I forget the scheduling might have been Black Widow. I remember that. I think Captain Marvel was either they just decided to go obviously a different direction. It also might have been. I forget if she was also recently pregnant. Mm, okay. Because I think she might have been actually pregnant around the time they were making a Quiet Place, mm-hmm. and so that also could have been it. Again, they might not have chosen her anyway. Right. Right. But hmm. I, I, would have, I could have bought that. E- even yeah. at the time, I always felt that Emily Blunt
3: was a better choice for, for Black Widow. Oh yeah, I think um, I, I think I would prefer one, that because it's almost she looks more natural as a redhead. And it's not that Scarlett Johansson's been bad in any way. She's actually been great. It just... Even at the time, it was like you look at the comic book and then you look at Emily Blunt and you're like, I see that. Yeah. It, it, like, they look the same. You look at Scarlett Johansson in the comic book and they don't. Yeah, I agree. But
2: I'm not at all disappointed with what she's done. So... this, And this is maybe a, a not fair comment to make in, in, in its entirety, but there's sometimes where especially in Infinity War, I found myself thinking this, there are scenes that Scarlet is in and she's a part of but she doesn't always have the most to do in the scene but because she's Scarlet Johansson and you know how big of a name she is and how prominent she has been otherwise in these movies and it, it, to me it almost seems a bit more awkward that she's there but quiet, or that she's there but not having a lot. And, th- and this is the part that maybe doesn't sound fair. It it might be easier to look past Emily Blunt. I don't know. If that's More of a disappear
0: in the it. role type of thing, <sighs>
2: sort which of, really does fit the spy part. That well, if, yeah, if she is in her suit and leaning against the table in the scene while something has to go on over here that doesn't have to involve her saying something at that moment, I'm not going to be as aware that. Black Widow is in the room and not a more important part of what's happening, as opposed to if that's Scarlett Johansson. That I don't know. As I said the an unfair bias to say, but I, that's I think what I've I've found. Okay, I don't know. I yeah, I, guess, I haven't I'd... ever thought of that before, so I don't know how to respond. Well, I I, I guess I in in every other. Every other movie that Black Widow has been a part of so far other than Infinity War, her scenes were very deliberate. Whenever she was there, it was for a reason. She was part of the proceeding. She contributed to it. She was a player. In Infinity War, and maybe again, maybe that's not the fair part because it's the one that's really sticking out. It, maybe it's a recency problem. Maybe there was just so many damn people in that movie that not everyone could have as much talking time and important time. Um, but that more stood out to me in that, that she's... A part of everything, but maybe it's because there's 30 other people around her that have to do something and say something that I realize, oh, Black Widow's there, but she's just kind of there.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off.
5: That's okay. We were segueing into my. So I had Black Widow is one of my. Oh, no, see, it all works out. So it all works out. Fa- so all works out. <laughs> um, only because I think I like that they've given her, you've seen more of parts of her story. I still want a Black Widow movie. I still, I just want that. It's I apparently don't, really common. I don't that's, know. That's what I hear. We're, we're going
3: to find out soon enough. Because yeah, I'm assuming heard, not long after Endgame comes out, we're going to get a road map.
5: Right. And I, I, yeah. so just the other,
2: like a week ago, same thing when we saw the announcement for the shang, Shang-Chi? Yeah, yeah. Is that it? shang Movie, um, there was like a casting announcement. For some other person casting this Black Widow movie, like so. I keep hearing
0: all the articles for it, and like they named a director, they have a script, but I've seen nothing official from Marvel saying this movie is happening.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't think Marvel wants to give anything official on anything right now, like which that. I get. But until like, I see
0: that from them, sure. I'm Although, playing this all up as a rumor.
3: We pretty much have confirmation of two films right now, and right. that's Far From Home and Guardians Three. Yes, are the only ones confirmed to Fair. be happening after Endgame. So, but I I think we're gonna get that announcement, Sarah. I think you are gonna get your Black Widow movie because I think everybody wants that.
5: Because they keep giving you enough. Like, I like that they she's gotten. You've learned more about her as she's progressed and her backstory, and she's not just played up as this like I am the sexy spy and that's all I do. That she's a very formidable opponent. She is one of of in the at least in like the original Avengers. She's the pretty much the only one who doesn't have some kind of enhanced physical capabilities, like, because Cap is enhanced, Hulk is enhanced, Tony has the suit, well, poor Hawkeye. It's her and Hawkeye, but...
3: Just as long as we acknowledge It's her and Hawkeye,
5: but it's like, but it's the two of them, and they're like, well, they're spies, which sometimes when they just say they're spies, I feel like that's selling them short as far as, or trying to simplify maybe a skill set in a sense well, i don't know believe
3: it or not it, in the comic book universe she's actually supposedly gifted with the super ability of espionage what um and they, they like that's they actually like say it's something that she is so remarkable at that it's considered a superpower
5: okay, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> i'm not I'm not saying I, think I know. This, I'm just convinced. I just the but I but I like the fact that they never show her and I feel like they don't do the same for Hawkeye. They, they've done better. They don't they never show her as less than because she's not a god or an enhanced super soldier or, you know, a radiation or
2: like apt in a situation where like, oh, well thank god one of the other ones that do have these showed up because otherwise she'd be toast.
5: Yeah, like they they show her um and even there's times when she does things, and the others are like, "Are you, are you sure you want to do that?" And then she doesn't. And they're like, "Oh, okay." Like when she uh, is there with Cap, and she's like, "She the the Chitauri are flying overhead," and she's like, "I could use a boost, though." And he just kind of looks at her, <laughs> yeah, like, "It'll be fun." Uh, yeah, she's like, "Yeah, it's great. It's fine." But I, I just I love that, and I think maybe that's part of it. Is I and I love Emily Blunt. And so I maybe I'm just so used to how Scarlett Johansson has played it. I don't know how I would feel how how her Black Widow would would be. I
3: I feel like most of the Emily Blunt thing is just that the character, the way the character is drawn, looks like Emily Blunt. I think that's the biggest part of it because acting wise, Scarlett Johansson's done fantastic. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. you know, it's not anything like that. It's just. The look yeah. of the character kind of falls to what Emily Blunt looks like.
5: And then the other thing I kind of had, I wanted to put Captain Marvel on here because I kind of had her up there too, but I feel like I need to know more about her in order for her to become my top favorite. But she is, she, I have her next. She's number four. I have her next to Black Widow <laughs> is like. There's Mike likes to
2: do. She's 3, 3B. Three, 3, yeah, 3, 3B. Three, three. Three
5: <laughs> um,
3: you know what? I didn't do it. When we did that show, I I skipped it out. I changed my list <laughs> to make it fit. <laughs> we're never gonna live day. it down. Six A and Six B were the live action versions of Lion King and Aladdin, and I felt like they went together. So I was trying to include them together, and it didn't get allowed. So I took them both off of my list entirely. He's not bitter about it at all.
2: <laughs> we still haven't let it go. No? Um,
3: what were we talking about? No, now, now we're, we're out for a minute. Uh,
5: but no, I have Captain America as as kind of my top two because. Same thing. I just kind of I love his character, and the same thing. I think I never realized until you said it, Josh, that I don't see Chris Evans when I look at the character. Now, when I see Chris Evans in real life, I kind of see Captain America. (laughs) But a lot of the times, what he does just fits with, like at the Oscars when he, you know, helped her untangle her dress. I was like, oh my gosh, there we go. But (laughs) I think there's a lot of things that he that he does that I'm just like, Oh, he is Captain America. <laughs> but um yeah, I just I love Cap. I really do. Good so. picks.
3: Yes. Mike, you're up. Uh okay, so for me, uh, Tony's on my list as well. Um you pretty much nailed that on why he's so great. Um I also include Hawkeye. Clint, um, he doesn't get enough love for one. And I
0: feel like we've consistently thought he was going to die in like every one of these movies. <laughs> you know
3: what? When I went back and listened to a lot of these for the clip show, it seems like every other moment somebody's saying Hawkeye's going to die. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, it not- it, he's the one that's been portrayed as a family man.
0: Well, the thing is, I think that the difference is I don't think we're – Wanting him to, die. I don't think it's us it, wanting him to die. I think he is the most obvious choice. It makes to the die. most situationally makes the most yes. sense that he would yes. survive.
3: Well, and and up until Ultron, I would say yes, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then they they made him the family man. They made and I him, get that now. Yes, yeah. yeah. You know, you're, you're widowing a wife and you know, giving these children a home without a father, and all these horrible things that would happen if Hawkeye dies. But at the same time, the fact that he is, I think the most human among them is something still still the most grounded in the the everyday everyday reality reality. right yeah Yeah. Yeah. he's he is the one of even i'd say more than black widow he's Mm. putting himself at the most risk Mm -hmm. by being with them he's the most vulnerable which we see in ultron when you know they they target him
5: he even says he's like I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. <laughs> right. It,
3: it, it, you know, the very beginning, they target him because he's the weakest among them. But he's still, in spite of this, is going out there and fighting alongside gods and the Hulk and all the, you know, so many of these More characters. even says that to him. Yeah. And it, it's... He has personality and everything along with all of that and he's... Just that guy who can hold the team together in spite of everything um, and in my top spot, I have Thor okay. um, you know, I don't get along with my father, Thor doesn't get along with his father it, it you know it resonates well with me in that sense um but Thor in general has a an arc that takes him from immaturity to maturity. You know, and back through a lot of different conflicts that are an interesting experience to go along. He's the one here that is dealing with family conflict. The rest of these people are dealing with external conflict. Thor has to deal with the fact that his brother is invading New York, that his father is kind of a dick, that, you know, so many of these things that is different than what the other characters are dealing with I think make him very interesting um that and like it's just his his superpowers are fucking cool um yeah you know it, it couldn't be anybody else but Thor for me I think my own interest in Norse mythology plays into that a little bit but I you know that's recent and I haven't got into it much, so that could
0: change. You know. We'll see. <laughs> Next week the list changes. Well, you know it is what That's it is. all of us though. I'm not just uh, not saying just you. Sure. Well I mean in
3: Endgame there could be a new character altogether that we don't know about that takes over the list. And could take up all three spots because they're so awesome. <laughs> Who knows? I'll pass it on.
2: Tom Holland's Peter Parker. No, there goes my third. That's a good, okay, yeah, that's a good pick. (laughs) I I was like, nobody talked about about about? Spider-Man yet? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I I think I'm also, to some degree, maybe rock it a little bit. I I know I'm suffering from the characters who I've been with the longest. Most of them that immediately come to, like, a strong impression are basically, like, the core team. Like, anyone from Phase 1, Tom Holland, we've been with only, like, say maybe combined two-ish movies cuz it just a little bit that he was in Civil War and then he's not in all of Infinity War cuz it's all split up. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's yeah, not I, I think it's just I haven't had, I haven't had enough time with him yet. Sure. That's a strong pick. Yeah, I mean he was
0: he was good for me in Civil War, but he, I he completely won me over in Homecoming. Homecoming yeah. is so fucking good.
2: Yeah. He
1: just is he just seems like he is Spider
2: yeah lovable
0: dork that's what he seems
2: like it was also good and not that um i I, I still i again i'm a hard writer for for andrew garfield i I think i tend to like the amazing spider-man movies more than most people do um but with tom holland i think it was a good choice if they were going to recast the character again so quickly yeah that they went with someone effectively that nobody knew yeah, you did not really have a preconception of this actor of anything. You you could just walk in and the first time you see him in that apartment in Civil War, like, oh, there's Peter Parker. Yeah, not, not there's that guy playing the part. There, there's Peter Parker.
1: I like his like the childish
0: excitement that he got to whenever he was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even just the the moment where he gets crowned an Avenger in Infinity War, and he like. You see it how emotional it is for him for that moment. It's fucking great. And he
3: tries to toughen up. Right yeah. at That moment, he tries to like sniff man it, up it a off and, and
0: yeah.
2: That's good. I love that he's still even in those last moments. He still calls him Mr. Stark. Yeah. <laughs> he will not call him Tony, not Iron Man. He's, Mr. Stark. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. So uh,
0: right. all of my three have been mentioned. Um, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. It. He kicked off the whole thing, so it's hard not. To, we've been with him the longest. He has set such the stage for everything that follows. He he's he's definitely stand out for me. Um, Tom Holland Spider Man because I think he's he again he's just so great in the role. And uh, Chris Evans is Cap. Those those were my three. So we've talked about them pretty extensively. So I think we're good.
2: Um, next category top three villains. Josh. All right, I, I we'll try to put these in an in, in order. Um, so I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of overlap on these as well, but uh, one that I picked that I doubt anyone else will have. Malekith. Well, yeah. <laughs> we were going through the villains last Did night. Did you want to guarantee no one else has it? Our, Choose Malekith. Yeah, anything from Dark World. Anything from Dark World. Um, uh, my, I guess if I pick a number three, per se, uh, Baron Zemo.
4: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I really, really dig Daniel Broll's performance in Civil War immensely, and I think the theme that runs through all of mine were, take some liberties with this definition, but um, the most humanizing villains. Like, Killmonger was a strong, like, three and a half, for instance. Yeah. Um, Zemo... Was one of the most effective villains, who had no power, basically mm-hmm. had very little resources. He had ideas. He had intellect. He had yes access to information and yes some resources and whatnot. But it wasn't like um, like again we just rewatched Iron Man three last night. It wasn't like uh, uh, Killian Aldrich, like oh now I have amassed money i have people i have technology he didn't dragon, make, breath. Dragon, dragon breath dragon <laughs> breath helped you know <laughs> like, it's just um her? yeah <laughs> um he had motivation and he masterminded it without also being like you couldn't just say like oh well his super villain ability was he you know he's not the brainiac he's not the thinker yeah. he's He's smart and strategic and calculating and he's good at it, but it's not because he's, you know, an overly intellectual person per se. There wasn't a thing you could point to that said, oh, this easily explains how he was able to do that. Um, And his motivation was so uh, misguided, but still very understandable, very human in a way. You could see why he was doing what he was doing, and you didn't – and this is just me. You, I didn't really – I don't want to say – like, obviously, I thought he was wrong for it and the things that he did, you know, bombing the UN and whatnot, of course. But it wasn't as one-dimensional as some of the other villains have been. My plan is to conquer. Yeah. My plan is to overthrow. His plan was destabilization. He didn't want to rule. He didn't want – he wanted to stop someone else from being in power, ultimately. And that's almost what superheroes do is stopping someone else from being in control. And it's kind of the just polar opposite mirror reflection of that. So he really resonated with me.
0: I also feel like he's one of those people, though, that – I don't know if this helps or hurts you, but like he has one of those convoluted plot – like, his plan is like, well, this needs to happen for this to happen, and then this has to happen sure. to be there at this exact time for this to happen. Yeah. So when you think about his plan, it's like, how the
2: fuck does that even work? But right. for the sake of a movie, it, it's fine. Exactly. Exactly. Because, yeah, if, if that's your plan from the beginning, then there's 48 linchpins you can right. pull out that make the whole thing crumble. Right. And, but it's also difficult to point out, like, well, if this is where you want to end up, you can't, you can't just send Tony a tape that said because well, number one he didn't have the information at the beginning
0: which but again what what would have happened if the one Hydra agent he tortures says okay it all happened on this date this is what you don't have to go
2: through all that sure. shit Sure. so, so there's, there's, what there's happens maybe, at that point this is true so there's maybe some shortcuts to get where he wants yeah. but but getting the end result is not just you know making an anonymous phone call to Stark Tower and saying Cap's buddy killed your parents <laughs> And By the way, scene, I knew your dad. Yeah, that it doesn't. It's not going to work. Yeah. So watching that all play out was very interesting for me. Um, these are. This is not surprising. Number two is Loki. Um, <laughs> if he's not on
0: everyone's list, I'm going to be very surprised.
2: For the most part, yeah. But uh, <laughs> Sarah's going to smack I'm just, you. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to move on from that because I think it's pretty self explanatory. <laughs> Sarah will go off on him. and we'll... then number one. <laughs> uh, number one for me was was Thanos. Uh Being behind the scenes of everything that had been bothering our our heroes, if you will, for so long, and being the connective tissue that affected so many different groups and whatnot, and then kind of being the puppet master to loki in in certain regards um infinity war was what you know the filmmakers wanted to do. they did not tell the story of the Avengers and the guardians fighting somebody. Infinity War was a movie about Thanos yeah and these other people happened to be in it and if they hadn't gone that way I don't think it would have had this same effect no I agree and it wouldn't yeah. have been as good um, so the impression that that was left on me because we, we, we get what collectively 90 seconds of Thanos and any other appearance that he's basically in in the other movies uh, a little bit more maybe three minutes but uh, Infinity War really solidified that for me
5: Yep, good picks Name. so lucky 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 no my number three is actually the winter soldier oh okay good um and i love the fact that there is the progression that he goes through um and not only just because like his scenes are really exciting and like the fight scenes are always really good but th- there is that i like when he's starting to try trend- the, the brainwashing is starting to they're starting to break through that and he's starting to get those flashes of past things that he's done both as the Winter Soldier and then like when he was Bucky and just the way that Sebastian Stan kind of plays it, you get that conflict and so when he makes that transition from villain to he's trying to be redeemed um, but especially his whole arc through Civil War or not Civil War sorry um, Winter Soldier. I really like like that end fight with him and Cap, where he's he seems so he's so angry at Cap, but he's so angry at himself too for the truth, or the fact that like Cap won't fight him, and he's like I know who you are, you know, the, and he's so like mad about it, and so so conflicted. So he's like, I don't know. It's just something about the way that Sebastian Stan plays that whole thing is. I think he makes a really interesting foil for for Captain America for yeah. that part. Um. I have Killmonger as my second. Uh, I just really—he's another one, like you said, where he's very humanizing, like his reasons, and he, you know, for when you look at a, a stuff, you're like, your his ultimate end goal and what he wants as as far as like going out and basically the conquering and saying is wrong, but some of his points, as convoluted and like twisted wrong as they are you're like but i see how he got there i see where these events in his life pushed him to this point and maybe if things had if he would have grown up in wakanda if he yeah. would have known his father differently if his father would have lived and there's all these things like what how would he have turned out and while you, you kind of see his his point as to the way that he feels about the way that wakanda is the way that he was raised um, and I think a lot of that is Michael B. Jordan's performance too. I don't know um, how somebody else might have played that, as far as how much of that was obviously this what was written and what was given him, but just the way that he portrays a lot of things um, in that. I just really liked the conflicted stuff, especially you know end scene with um, T'Challa and how he he takes him out to see that view. Uh, of Wakanda and everything and he makes that comment about um, his ancestors from the you know jump from the ships because they so they wouldn't be slaved like just that whole, it was very poignant I love that whole part and yes Loki was number one <laughs> for me but again I just I love that character and I, I just love the I love him in event like Avengers Loki is my pinnacle yeah um, and as much as yes Thor the Dark World like it had so many problems <laughs> I feel like a lot of Loki's little parts in it at least gave me glee. <laughs>
0: well, I thought that's what I remember hearing was that they had a version of Thor, the dark world with not a lot of Loki. And then it oh, came pu- out. Yeah. And it was like more Loki. We need more Loki.
5: And I think the the parts, the, the levity and uh, some of the better parts of the dark world are because of what they did with Loki. Like when the he. The two of them together. Is the, the two of them. Te- exactly. And the the part like when Jane Foster hits him and he's like, I like her. Yeah. Uh, and then when he is shifting and he puts himself into Captain America's suit and he's like <laughs> I feel the what he, the righteousness surging through <laughs> Um, and, and then you have to press it gently I am pressing it gently like yeah it's the combination of the two for that but I just again I like I feel that yes Thanos is the puppet master but again if you look at the way that in Loki's brain, he looks at the way he was treated as a child, what he perceived as the differences between him and Thor, how Thor was treated, how he was treated, even though Thor will say, like, we were raised together, we were, he doesn't see that. He's like, I just saw us together as the same. Um, and the the struggle that he has with who he really is as far as lineage and things like that, again, I, I think there's more nuance parts in his performances well, the that
0: best villains are always the ones you can relate to or pick yeah. up on their storylines and understand why they're doing what they're doing
5: and he has some really great lines too yes. so. <laughs> so yeah there's my three
0: mike
3: well as you said it in um i for one am not burdened with glorious purpose <laughs> <laughs> um loki does not make my list um wow. thanos is number one um just obvious reasons for that. Josh covered that pretty well. Uh, number two on my list... I don't necessarily want to say Ultron as much as I want to say James Spader. Okay. Um, James Spader made that character work so well for me. And my sense of humor, my... It, it, it just... Some of the things that I think some people might not find as funny, I cracked up laughing at. Um, when he cuts off Claw's arm and he's like, Oh, um oh, that looks like it hurts.
2: That'll that'll grow back right Yeah. Yeah. Like
3: he he's confused. Like he he has moments of rage mixed in with like brilliance and it you know, clearly you've never made an omelette in it, there's just so much from Ultron that really, really works. Um, and j- just his simple approach to, I think, kind of what you were saying about uh, Zemo and that Zemo just doesn't want the Avengers anymore. You know what I mean, he's just kind of trying to break them. And that's very much what Ultron is doing. In that, you know, he, he working towards the Avengers extinction, extinction as he puts it, uh, it's fantastic. Um, now, the rest of that movie obviously has some of glaring issues and whatnot, but I, I just, James Spader, just too damn good. I couldn't get past that. Um, Robert California will always work <laughs> for me. That's an office um, joke. Yes, yeah, it is. Sorry, that, that's an office fill, joke for people in that haven't in Sarah, watched The Office. Yeah. That's a yep. thing. Um, and my third on my list is The Vulture. Um, Michael Keaton as The Vulture is just so damn good. And, you know, like, the speech he gives to Peter in the car is, to me, the best moment of that movie. It's the best, you know, like, acted moment. It just works on so many levels for me when he's saying to Peter, like, oh, I, I know who you are. You know, now no, no, get in there and, you know, give her a good, you know, good dance and, and it's just like, he's so intimidating while still being Michael Keaton. And the, the, the same kind of thing where the character's humanized. He gets screwed over by Stark and the government and they create their own villain out of this. I think at Mm -hmm. the beginning of Iron Man 3 Stark talks about like creating his own villains. Yeah. And he does it once again with the vulture and the way they make the tech and the costume that they put together, which was always kind of a, cinematic hurdle for putting the vulture into a movie because mm-hmm. him in his comic book costume would not fucking
2: work in a movie. Um I was actually wishing we would have had more time with him in that suit in that movie like being tactical being used in yeah. a way cuz it looked it looked great but yeah I don't know why they if they were worried about the look of it being on screen too much or not but I in I don't know in order to like get the feel of, oh, this is the vulture. It, yeah, I could have used a little bit more. Yeah, more of a good thing is never bad. Yeah. And
3: we may still see more. That, that man, he's that only in out. prison. And he's still he's on the board.
2: Dead. Yes. Well, we um, think.
3: We think. Yeah, well, yeah. We yeah. don't know what happened during the snap. Maybe the Sinister Six is the Sinister Two. <laughs> um, I just enjoyed the hell out of Michael Keaton and everything he does. Sure. And every aspect of that character
0: was awesome. Leslie, you are up.
1: Okay, so my number three was the Mandarin because I love Ben Hinkley. (laughs) Trevor.
2: Trevor Sottery. They told me they would give me even more drugs. (laughs) Yeah, we really enjoyed watching that last night, I think. I haven't seen it. I forgot about it for a while. I kind of put it on the back burner with some of the others, and it was much better than I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then I had Killmonger
1: as my number two. And part of the reason I loved him too is because there was moments where I thought he was gonna win. that's true. fair yeah, yeah. yeah. Other, a lot of villains you are like, alright, you are gonna get you're gonna get what's or you're gonna get what's coming. But mm-hmm. you're like, Oh my gosh, I, I I kind of side with you at some point. <laughs> like, Maybe you win. But I don't want you to win, but I kinda do. You feel bad for him, but I don't know, I like that character a lot. Mm-hmm. And then Vulture was my number one. Because I knew
2: nothing about him before, so when the tw- you know when you find out that he is Winterface's mom or dad, I was like, oh. I had to shock. Moment, you know? <laughs> so it was so exciting for me. Is there that same relationship in? Well, first of all, is there a char- I, is there a character in the Spider-Man lore that Peter is smitten with that the Vulture turns out to be the father? Or was that a complete... I don't think. I no, think that's yeah. for the movie. Okay. Yeah, okay. I
3: think they did that on their own. Which is fine. Yeah, it worked. Because I didn't see that coming
2: either. That was no. That was yeah, I good. didn't either. That was a good reveal. Yeah. But again, everything
1: you said about him. I just love the way he was played. I love
3: Michael Keaton. He's, he's very good at being any character. I mean, even his, just his nonchalant attitude after they screw him over. Like, you know what? We'll keep it. You know, like, we'll keep the tech. Screw them. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll figure out what to do with it.
0: Uh, okay. So my three, um, all of my three have been talked about. Uh, Killmonger was number three for me. I, again, I love Michael B. Jordan and he brought something I thought significant to that role where it stood out enough. And just after having like so many of the other, especially like phase one villains that are largely forgettable, that finally getting into the deeper phases and they're finally starting to figure out how to make compelling villains, which is good. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, Loki made my list. He's my number two. Uh, he's at least the one from Phase 1 that stood out. And actually, Well, he, they gave him more to do. They gave him more movies to play with so you could build that character. He was a lot of fun to watch on screen. Hiddleston kills it. So he's on there for me. And number one is Thanos. I thought just having that big of a bad that's been teased, and I think Josh Brolin had such a fun time playing that character that you feel it when he's playing the role. Even all the mo-cap and whatever else he had to go, to, go through. It just I want to see like because I keep hearing about it but I don't find a lot of videos of like him just having fun in the getup that he had to wear when he's acting with these people I hear people talk about how much fun he was on set and all that stuff and how much he was loving pretending with all this stuff but I haven't seen behind the scenes video showing me that
2: so we haven't bought any of the phase three stuff yet um, is there anything in like the extras on on the blu-rays or some anything?
0: of the behind the scenes stuff I watch there's very quick things of him like dancing with Hemsworth in the in the get-up that he's wearing, but nothing like showing him acting and, like, joking around with people As on set and going. stuff like
2: yeah. that.
0: So if it's out there somewhere, I haven't seen it, but that's something I'd like to see because I think he he just has that much fun with it. I'd like to see it. Mm-hmm. So, so I,
2: I also realize, like, after this many categories, it seems like most of us, we keep stealing some of the potential thunder that you and Leslie have. <laughs> I know we can go <laughs> or, the other direction. Like a, a change order for a couple rounds uh, or
0: I would not because I'm at the point now where I think all my categories, I wrote a bunch of stuff in hopes of other people <laughs> claiming some of the stuff that I have. So okay. I kind of want to go last so I can cross stuff off as we go.
2: Le- Leslie, would you like to go first so no instead pressure. of me? It's up to you. It doesn't, I don't remember what we
0: have left. Well, uh, next up is you. moments. Top three moments.
3: It was difficult to narrow down this list.
0: I know. I feel like I could. And even, again, as we're talking, I'm thinking about more that yeah. I did not include on my list.
2: Do you want to start this one off, or is this not that exciting for you? I can. I'm trying to... Go for it. (laughs) I'm
1: looking through it. All right. So this isn't any sort of... Sure. It's it's all horrible to say favorite moments with this, but the Groot's death and... (laughs) (laughs) Not a favorite moment, but such a moment. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You're talking about we
2: are Groot. We We are Groot. Yes. I think that was the first... Time in that movie that I lost my shit. That was it. Seeing it for the first time, I was like, "This is this is fun," and I'm having a good time. This is a good world. But that happened. You're like, "Oh, oh my god, what's happening?" Oh,
5: it was also it was so so beautiful. It was so beautiful and like peaceful. And
2: the the, they establish earlier in that movie that he can produce the like lights Mm -hmm. out out of himself. So when he has everyone inside. You see those floating around to yeah. illuminate everybody? Yeah. They're probably toxic spores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone died later anyway. <laughs> good okay. poll. So ne-
1: not necessarily like happy, top happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a great one. Yeah. I also like the hammer scene um, in Age of Ultron where they're all trying to pick up. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's a good one. See, that was on my list, so I'm that's crossing it off. That's a good one. Yeah, and
1: it happens, just like, oh God, oh God, I'm so
0: scared.
2: Yeah.
5: Like, so yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I also like how Black Widow was just like, I don't need to know the answer to that. Like, yeah. she didn't even know it. She was like, nope. She's
2: like, go ahead, man, I'm fine over here.
0: <laughs> and that moment leads to such a good payoff later in the movie <clears throat> when yes.
2: Vision just easily just, picks it up yes. Yes. off screen. Yeah. Banks it up
0: like, here's your hat. Yeah. Here's this piece of paper that you don't want to forget. That's yeah. one thing I give Joss Whedon for is the setups and payoffs that he writes yes. in those movies. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's also
1: fun too, just to see them all just... Doing what we're doing, just sitting around.
0: Having fun. Having, yeah. Honestly, that's the highlight of Age of Ultron
2: for me, is that scene. Yeah, I do love that the scene. guy with his inexplicable drumsticks. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even establish, do they even establish I, like a drum set? He's just a, like anywhere around. He's a handsy
0: dude, he's got to fiddle with stuff.
2: Well, like, they're at a party, was there any like live music that I, it made I, sense know, for like, any, I'm trying to, I'm like, going in, to have to
3: watch it. Age of Ultron again, I don't, and see if there's a drum set in his yeah. house at the farm.
5: I remember just looking for like, that, and I couldn't. I don't remember seeing like, it.
2: I, I've never Star looked tower, for it. I,
0: which presumably they all have, like a living space. Something
2: maybe right. So because that's kind of like Avengers headquarters so far, like still so at that time. So you're like you're there, and yeah, like it's never established that there's any reason. Is it, so, so did he just have? Does he carry them with him? This is mm-hmm. like his his big lingering spinner.
0: plot hole for you.
5: That's. that's yeah. I remember seeing that with, and that was yes. This has been a plot hole of his. <laughs> That doesn't make sense. That movie is a little came spoiler
3: out. about Endgame. You are getting a Scott Pilgrim esque drum battle from Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> at some point. Yeah, you don't know. It's spoiler, little, sorry. Little, sorry little, I had to spoil it's not that a base one. Off for you. go
2: for
0: drum solos. Josh, you guys are reactivate Twitter so you can tweet at Joss Whedon and ask him about <laughs> said drumsticks.
2: It's not about reactivating. I just have to freaking use it. Well, either way. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm sorry. Guys, go ahead. Also, well, scene three <laughs> it's the Captain America
1: scene when he comes out of the serum tanning bed thing. He's
2: he's got the beef sweats <laughs> going <laughs> on, and I like the Beef sweats. That was a moment. That was <laughs> I like I like the beef sweats. Just
0: screensaver on your computer. <laughs> That's a gif.
5: <laughs> just the, the thing opening, the, the, and the the, he's the just. Opening. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: It's like silent, deep breaths.
2: But yeah, something was my moment. You like Photoshop yourself.
5: Brian, do you have the same Captain America moment? I did not, I did not write that Captain America moment down. <laughs>
1: there were so many moments, though. Like, it's hard to really... Yeah. It's really
5: hard. Yeah. I just kept thinking of them and typing them down and being like, no, <laughs> not that one.
3: Might All go right, for it. so for me, for number three is the uh first Avengers or not first avengers yeah first avengers sorry i don't know what i'm getting tongue-tied for first avengers post credit scene thanos reveal Mm. um you know it's kind of the first time we get a sense that this really is going to play on for a long time into one big payoff storyline yeah as opposed to just a continuing like oh we got loki in this avengers we'll get Ultron in the next one, we'll get this in the, It's going to be one huge storyline that we're going to get throughout all these movies, and it's leading to Thanos, of all things. That, you know, the first time I saw it in the
2: theater, I was just, you know, my jaw hit the floor, like, holy shit, they're going to actually do this. See, I um, knew nothing about it, but I got, but they sold that impression in 30 seconds. That was it. That, this is a guy I, to watch out I for. I think, yes.
3: if, it, like, if you ask Amy, I can remember... I may have shoved her a bit too many times <laughs> when, you know, like the, the I guess he's a Chitauri, the like the priest or whatever mm-hmm. that guy is with him. Mm-hmm. As soon as he says, oh, to court death, and I'm just like shaking her <laughs> like, oh, holy shit, they're going to do that, which I'm still sad they haven't paid off on that at all yet um, because that's such a huge part of the character that they just have left out. But the initial reveal of Thanos was... Just a holy shit moment. Um, For number two, um, this should be on everybody's list ever for anything, which it's only number two. How's that happen? I just have it titled as Bring Me Thanos, (laughs) and Thor's return to the battlefield in Wakanda. And the reason for this, yeah, like Bruce popping out of the Hulkbuster armor and being like, oh, you guys (laughs) are screwed screwed now." now. That's fun and everything. When Thor leaps into the air with Stormbreaker, it is the single most comic book moment they have put on screen. He jumps into the air. The sky turns black for just a moment before he comes crashing to the ground and takes out, I don't know, a hundred some odd of the weird dog things. I don't know what they are. The beasts. Um, And it's just that moment where you feel like they actually put comic book on screen Without, you know, I mean, simplifying it in yeah. any way.
2: Did, this is something I realized off and on since seeing Infinity War, but I haven't asked anyone about their thoughts. When Bruce gets, when, when Heimdall sends Hulk Bruce back to Earth, he says to Tony at some point once he finds him, um, he says, Thor is gone. Is Bruce under the impression that Thor is dead? I think so. Yeah, yeah. And so when he, so when Thor reappears, it is like news to him. Like not only are you here, you're even alive at all. He's probably assuming that when he left, like everybody was killed. Yeah, yeah
0: he doesn't know Thanos' plan is. Well, no, I guess he does know half the universe because he tells that to
2: Tony. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, he's assuming that by the time like, but as, since as, Thor was thrown down with Thanos, as much Thanos destruction just as what he saw by the time he left, yeah. he's assuming one way or another, Thor is probably dead. Okay, so it's as much of a surprise that he's even alive, let alone he joined us here for this fight. Okay, yeah, and it's that saving moment when they're all getting overrun.
3: They're all, you know, like at that point, Cap is screwed. You know, yeah, Bruce is screwed. There, everybody's right. in a really bad spot. Thor comes, comes, the hammer just yeah takes everything out off of all of them. See, Bruce, and then Bruce's reaction.
2: That's why I it wasn't as clear to me what he thought because. It's not only him. Th- th- to me, there wasn't as much of a shock or an exclamation of "I thought you were dead," right? Like more like our, you know, our backup arrived. Our, 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 you know, our ringer is here. You guys are done, right? That's all it got to me. So I, I wasn't sure what everyone else's well, impression of that was. And, and one of the other things
3: I would say with that moment is that it leads to a few fantastic moments in and of themselves that follow shortly after um the interaction between thor and cap with you know the beard and the haircut and they talk like that it leads to the i am steve rogers moment (laughs) with groot yeah and it leads directly to rocket and bucky having the (laughs) conversation about the gun and the the arm yeah all of this follows immediately right after that and it just it just keeps piling on to such a fun moment in the movie uh yeah, and for me, number one is the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, Um, when Peter sees his mother, oh, and he, they, you know, like, take my hand, Peter. That was the second time I lost it. <laughs> it it's the only time yep. I lost it for that one. Yep. Um, And they, you know, they come together as a family at that moment, and that... Scene and the way it's depicted is just so great. But, but between him reaching for her and then even, but you know, Drax <laughs> coming in and essentially getting like the tag team tag into yeah. it, <laughs> and you know, Rocket comes in and can only actually grab a finger, and it, it, it just all of it plays so well into everything that was going on, and. You know, Lee Pace, give it to him for that moment when he realizes he's fucked. (laughs) And the way he plays it, you know, like how, you know, and then they just say, you know, you said it yourself. We're the Guardians of the Galaxy, bitch. And that to me was just like, we're a family now. Mm -hmm. And that more than the Power Stone was the reason that they were able to overcome. Good pick. So. I like it. Good
5: list, good list. Sarah, yeah. I think you're up. Okay, um, I also had the attempt to lift Thor's hammer. <laughs> slash, it's really small, but get help just gets me every <laughs> time <laughs> from Thor. <laughs> We're not doing get help
2: because uh, the whole time, every, <laughs> I think everyone do the same thing. You're they're talking about it. You're like, what the hell is this going to be? <laughs> and then in the end, it's literally I'm just going to throw you at them. <laughs> and then he does it, and he just Thor's <laughs> classic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: Um, the other, my other one I love is just, it's the part in the very first Avengers where you'd almost be like the Avengers assemble moment where you hear the theme and the camera pans around them standing in a circle and they are like finally all kind of there. And I just, I was
3: crossed off and replaced for me a couple of times trying to make this list up.
5: I, yeah. Um, and then, oh, my number one, it, it was between two of them and one's funny and one's sentimental. Okay, the puny god scene for oh, Avengers, Spider-Man. where he does the, he does like the whole like he has the outburst, and then Hulk just picks him up and throw and like and then he just makes that <laughs> uh, noise.
2: I think I've said this before. The first time I saw Avengers was it was I think Saturday of opening weekend, so I went like for a matinee and packed house, completely sold out. At least I missed Hulk saying "puny God" the first time, because people were still laughing so hard. You knew he said something
3: if yeah, you were you, looking you, at the screen. You can yeah. see his lips move, but you're like, "Oh, the okay. whole time!"
2: Like, and like, they were legitimately laughing, not like a fun cheer thing. People lost it because they did not see that coming at all.
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the fact like all of a sudden you just see him like dr- almost drop out of frame because he yanks him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets so, like so it's in the so middle hard. of he's like so emphatic with it. it
3: um, and
0: not to mention he takes a pause in the middle of it too because it's
3: yeah. Boom, boom, yeah. Like, it.
5: like, <laughs>
0: because yeah. I feel like anyone like that knows Hulk is like Hulk would not sit there and listen to this bullshit. Yeah. Like, he would do something and then it happens <laughs> and you're like oh shit he is.
5: <laughs> um. But then my my sentimental one was. Uh, the very the end of Winter Soldier when Cap's in the hospital and Falcon is sitting there playing the Trouble, Trouble Men soundtrack and he just wakes up and goes on your left and I good pick from yeah. the, oh, I just love that so it was like sentimental versus funny I don't know <laughs> All right Josh yeah I guess you're so up.
2: I will I, I, not a particular order um. So the beginning of mine was the same thing. I called it the first Avengers circle shot. I had on my list too. Avengers money shot. It it really is. Rounds. You hit the theme.
0: It's. It was. Like there's not many memorable like themes in any of these
2: movies. True, but that theme stands out because of that shot. Yes. 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 Specifically, and and I actually is that music used before that moment in that movie? I think it's actually it's actually in the beginning. Yeah, when you when might. You get the title card. Well, yeah, you get the title card. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not positive it might, but I don't think so. I don't think it. But even is. if it is, you're right. You might get that, hints, but that's the first time you hear it that solidified. Yeah. The that, and I think that was after the gamble that they took in you know 2006, 2005, deciding we we're still, all just waiting for that. We moment. still have rights to these characters. We have to play nice with Universal for the Hulk, <laughs> in some regards. Here's what we're going to try to do for the next couple of years. And remember, it was two years, two whole years between Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2. Yeah, Iron Man and, and Hulk had come out two months apart in the first year. And then it was two years before anything else happened. Yeah, And then a whole full year before anything else happened after that. Mm-hmm. Then you got two movies the same year, very close together again. And then a whole year after that until you got Avengers. And I think that was after all that stretch, once Iron Man did well, and they said there's the thirst for this character, let's gamble. Okay, let's, let's go. On. We can definitely get a second one out of this. We're going to put all our eggs in the basket? Fine. Let's, let's break on the others. You get that shot. And I think even though that's close to the end of the movie, that, I think that is what they at least knew, figured. We can at least do one more phase. We can get one more round out of this. No matter no matter what, um, but uh, that is like such an iconic thing out of twenty some movies. Yeah, nearly everybody knows that shot. Yeah. Um, the other two, in no particular order, again, um, for me, again, the Guardians World, especially Guardians Volume Two, had such a big effect on me. Yondu's funeral scene, specifically for me. Yeah, he's laid out on the table. The after after the whole battle and the screen kind of fades to black and it comes up very subtly with that low candle lighting and it shows them placing the little trinkets around Yondu's body on the table. And like that little glass thing from the broker's office when he was a little frog. Him, yeah. Was just, he's like, uh, I don't even remember what he, how he asks the question, but he just says, I like to put them up all in a line on my control panel. <laughs> and the guy says, can't tell if you're joking or not <laughs> that little throwaway line and like if you remember that then it comes back when they place it next to him yeah and you see the troll that peter hid in the orb at the end of the first one the whole speech he gives it was mentioned earlier uh was in the game right about um turned out uh, david Hasselhoff. i did have a pretty mm-hmm. cool dad uh then again, like the interaction with Kraglin, the, the Ravagers show up and uh Craglin's reaction and, and um Rocket looking up, realizing they're there and saying they came and just such a low voice. I feel um, like you just reenact the whole scene. Oh, I forget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it it the dialogue that he, he and Quill have about all the things that he Somebody did. still
5: gets a little teary every time we watch this. A That's lot. fair. That's fair. A
2: lot. This is time. his. this is his yeah. I mean yeah. and then he goes out and, and like the the, the the rainbow arrow of ash like into the cosmos. it just it gets me it's perfectly done I agree um, and my last one is what I was alluding to earlier with Cap one of my absolute favorite shots of any of these movies is Cap single-handedly trying to bear the weight of Thanos' hand and prevent him just from doing anything, let alone close his fist to do anything. Yeah. And just that intense look of, you will have to kill me to get me to stop. I am exerting every last spirit of energy I have, but that is the only way you're going to get me to stop. And Thanos looking at him almost like, I don't know if he's... It's quizzical. Almost, and I can't tell if it's... Maybe it's a mixture of, I'm pretty sure you're just human, so how are you doing this and i'm curious about you yeah i'm i'm like, like wow look at look at how hard you're trying I, I feel and, and like i'm imp- i'm impressed the type of
3: look he gives the, the 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 feeling he's evaluating That he gets when well when he says to Gamora about Star Lord like oh i like this one yeah i feel like he's getting that same feeling there mm-hmm. uh about you know, Cap, in that mm-hmm. moment, because he's he's got the heart to stand up to him in spite of everything, just like Star Lord had the heart to do what was necessary and actually pull that trigger. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like he's he, he's seeing that kind of same heart in these different leaders, mm-hmm. and you know, I think it might be perhaps. Maybe it's a bold statement to say, but maybe that's the moment he realizes he's going to lose anyways. In spite of... Uh, Cap or Thanos? Thanos. Hmm. He sees the spirit that's going to overcome in spite of all odds. Hmm.
2: All right. And he's looking at it like, what am I going to do about this? Maybe. There's definitely something behind his eyes in in that look that he gives Cap as he's as he's being resisted, and that very quick, like four second interaction with the two of them, absolutely love it.
0: No, no, Josh, I think I'm pretty sure you avoided all the trailers for Infinity War, right? Correct. That came out. Did everybody else watch the trailers for Infinity War?
2: I
5: haven't watched this. Isn't there a second not one game
0: for Infinity? Oh, Infinity
5: War. War. I'm sorry. Oh, were
2: um, at some point, I may have gone back
0: and that watched was, some it, was of them. In it. Right, and I think that was there was misdirection in that shot of the trailer because I feel like they changed Cap's eye color in, in that trailer. shot of the trailer to they make did. you think he's under like Thanos is trying to control him at that moment that he's stopping with the the gauntlet. Mm. It, so it all of us watching the trailer the are like Cap's going to go bad. That was what I okay. came out of the trailer thinking, and that moment plays out in the movie and is nothing like that. Mm. Yeah, and okay. his eyes
3: don't change color. Yeah. None of that happens. But they turned a very clear color of yellow in those trailers. Yes, Like, you could... It it was, like, definitely Cap has yellow eyes, and you're like... So,
2: I do know there's a shot in one of those trailers that shows, like, especially Bruce as Hulk... With like, yes. the gang and Wakanda, yeah, the hero like, shot running of, forward. Yeah, yes, that was
3: another misdirection and that's on their part.
2: Gone. Complete misdirection. So I wonder, the... like, how much of that was restructured, rethought, reshot, or whatever. So may- maybe there was something to that at the beginning. Like, why? Otherwise, why include a shot like that? I honestly think they do purpose uh, misdirection misdirection to keep people surprised
3: by what's going to happen so that you think about other things instead of what's really going to happen. Yeah, so
0: so you come out of the trailer thinking one thing so they can still surprise you. We have to show you you
2: something. We have to produce X number of trailers and previews. Let's just completely lie to you.
0: Plus, if I was them, how much fun would that be just to purposely fuck with people so when you see the (laughs) movie, you are actually surprised, which is what the filmmakers intend. You know. Yeah,
3: well, it, it, it's, but I think they enjoy doing things like that, oh, so yeah. I I absolutely see it not being a mistake that right, they did enough. things the way they did things, which makes me wonder about the trailers I have seen right. for Endgame,
0: and I'm like... So it'll be fun, like, after seeing the movie, going back and watching all these trailers for Endgame again, with the mm-hmm. movie fresh in your mind, like, well, that's not in there, that's not in there, that's different, like, mm-hmm. that could be fun. Alright, right, will see how that works out. So you're uh, right. um, Yeah, alright, so... I was trying to write some on the fly. Some some of them are taken. The age of Ultron lifting the hammer was mine. Avengers Assemble I had on my list. I thought of I am Steve Rogers and then Mike took it. Um so I the few <laughs> uh I guess it's part of a battle but it's more the end of the battle is uh when Thanos and Tony face off and Thanos stabs Tony. That, like, everybody's heart sinks in the theater when that happens. And that's such, like, a like you feel like something's going to happen. He could be... We all predicted Tony could be the one to go in that movie. So when that happened, it's one thing to it's say really it, happening. and it's one thing to, to see it on screen. So you're like, oh, shit, this
2: is real. And all, all of that circumstance made absolute sense. It came yeah. down to one-on-one, hand-to-hand combat with the big bad, the biggest bad that they've given you the whole time. Yeah. And... That happens, and even the and, two of them uh, yeah. with
0: their conversation, yeah, the like, dialogue, he recognizes him. He knows who exactly who he is. Yeah, so all there's all that recognition. Blood yeah,
3: and nothing.
0: Um, another one for me: uh, the the car chase in Winter Soldier with Nick Fury in his armored vehicle. Uh, uh, good call. I fucking yes. love that good scene. Call. Yes,
5: air conditioning is yeah. <laughs> the AI
0: in the car is great. <laughs> the fact that it's just got a freaking minigun in the armrest, yeah. And the way he times it with the with the battering ram on the side of the car, uh, the, and the way it ends with Winter Soldier blowing him up and flipping him over, all that fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the the top one for me is still from the very first Iron Man movie when he ends his press conference, telling the world exactly who he is. Yeah. That was. On I got my crossed list off my took, list. I know that. Like
2: I, that. Like it I took was, it off as we were talking to add the the cap. It just. Thanos right moment. from
0: that moment, no more secret identities. That's a thing of the past for these superheroes, most of which in the comics all have secret identities. The only one that's still, even for Peter, like most people don't know who Spider-Man is, but the people close to him do. Yeah. And that's different for a lot of these storylines, that they're putting it all out there right from the start.
2: Well, it also, and that was probably a smart idea because you don't constantly have to write subplots for the people that they're going to spend a lot of time with on screen right. having to care whether they know... About it. It doesn't even have to be the, the central subject of the scene happening. Yeah, yeah. But the more you have to play, keep up the secret, keep up the secret, keep up the secret. Yeah. Then it just becomes burdensome.
0: There's some funny back and forth that could be had, but it's sure. one of those jokes. Sure, but it's, it's going it to die on, very quickly. Yeah, if it goes on too long, then it becomes cumbersome and just fix it. So, yeah, I'm glad they did it that way. And when you're going to have
2: a mm. slate of 28 characters who all have secret identities. Yeah. Yeah, that might work for the first one for a bit. But. It's such a
0: ballsy move for Tony Stark in a press conference. Like, yeah. It
2: works so well. Yeah, it, it, for it, his it personality played, that
0: they established. Especially to
3: end the movie. Yes. And there's a couple more that I think I was waiting to see if people mentioned. that I, I'm surprised one is not on your mentionables. And that is when Bucky is unmasked in Winter Soldier mm. and Cap yeah. actually sees him yeah. and kind of says Bucky and it just fucks with him yeah you know like that moment it is like you know you can see like cap's heart breaking but also like just the utter confusion on both of them at that moment was really really good um there was another one i had in my head and i oh <laughs> it was just a, a funny moment for me and it, it goes back again to, I, I'm sad Justin Hammer did not make my <laughs> villains list.
5: He was number five for me, if I could have had five.
3: <sighs> I, honestly, Sam Rockwell, I just I can't get yeah. enough of that guy. But it, it, it's the moment when War Machine says to Iron Man, like, oh, stand aside. I'm going to bust his bunker with the ex-wife. And it's just is like... <laughs> And nothing. then it has that fart sound at <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah>. the <Butters laughs> end. Yeah. It out. Yeah. That, to me, was just, like, the quintessential explanation of everything Justin oh, had. Yeah. He's like, these are the Cubanos, baby. You know, he goes on calls it his pieta. And it's like, nothing. <laughs> like, there's nothing behind any of this.
0: I'm surprised no one put the the Colson moment from Avengers in there. Yeah. yeah. I don't just, even know what it
3: does. Just <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's oh, what it
4: does. that's what
3: <laughs> um, That in something and this is to me a moment that has happened but hasn't happened and damn well needs to happen in Endgame, and that is actual Avengers Assemble, saying the Someone phrase, saying it. Saying, it, saying it, actually saying it because you know like they they get you at the end of Ultron where they where like Cap is like Avengers and then yeah,
5: yeah and then it cuts and
3: it cuts to
2: black and it's like May- so you're just gonna fuck with us okay maybe because again I. I don't tell me if I'm wrong, if there's something that is implying what will happen, but since I haven't seen the previews, however Tony gets off of uh, Titan and will find his way back to work, uh, presumably to Earth, if the, like, he finally, oh, he doesn't have the phone anymore because he dropped it. Bruce had and it. And Bruce had it and called Cap. But if there's a way that he can contact Cap and he just sends like one word to Cap. Assemble. And that's how <laughs> they make contact again.
1: The Cap thing was on like a slash for
5: Oh. Just see oh yeah yeah that was that was
1: also
5: like a slash in my the you're like but i have to serum, go with the shirtless the scene. Serum thing i remembered the serum thing, <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
0: going back to the uh, avengers assemble thing for end of age of ultron from what i heard joss refused to shoot it as he said he didn't want to shoot it saying assemble he was afraid someone in the studio would want to use that cut he didn't want to have anything on the record for them actually saying "Avengers Assemble," so he never, even yeah. so they never finished it. that sentence ever.
3: Yeah, we, we, and Fair. you can see that in like Chris Evans' smirk at the end <laughs> in that scene because he knows like I'm not actually going to say it, so I just have to do. You know, like it, it, it's an iconic thing for the Avengers that Endgame just just once, just give it to yeah. us. Yeah, you know, like it, it's supposed to be there.
0: If this is going to be the send-off for phase one, like, everybody up until, like, through phase one and, like, current thing, yeah, this it, is the it, way like to it, do it. it. If Chris yeah.
3: Evans is done with Cap, it is everybody's assuming, yeah. since he kind of said he was done with Cap, you know, himself, mm-hmm. he's got to say it once. He has to say it once. They can't give this to Fury. They can't give it to somebody else. It has to be Cap, and yeah. it has to happen just once. Please.
5: The other moment I wanted to put, but was, finally, you get Led Zeppelin in Ragnarok (laughs) that whole and they did the slow-mo of him coming down with the lightning and I was just
3: that that moment too honestly just him realizing his full potential yeah is outstanding and I think like it was Brian that introduced me to a video game called Destiny that you guys don't know anything about but (laughs) in that moment like there's characters in, in that game that you choose like a class to play with that have very similar actions to what he's doing at that time where they it it was just like all of that all at once with him figuring it out and that it was just fucking cool and i swear to, they must have taken some inspiration from that game given how similar the things he does are (laughs) to the game um you'd have to see what is in the game it's it's in the game, they're called storm callers. It's just... It's pretty much what you see
2: him do. So someone's getting sued. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> I think maybe Thor did su- it first either way. Maybe not successfully, but someone's getting sued. <laughs> uh,
0: Alright, so that's our moments. We'll go to top three fights slash battles. Do you want this one?
1: My fights and battles made it to everybody's moments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Iron Man-Thanos fight... And Infinity War was one of my favorite. Good
2: call. Too,
1: it was just so stressful. Like, I feel like <laughs> my heart was racing. Like, I was actually part of the fight. Like, it was... Uh, and and when we saw it the first time, somebody in the theater actually just screeched. Whatever, <laughs> <I>, whatever <laughs> Jodie Stark got stabbed. Yeah. It was, like... Ooh.
0: She was flipping out. Like, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> fucking God! Yeah.
1: But the screech, and then it was, like, silence. We're just like... <gasps> everybody
3: just was gasping. And... Honestly, the, the impact you can feel when Tony actually draws the drop of blood, like, the cool shit that the nanotech does yeah. in that fight is just fun to watch. Yeah.
1: yeah. In different places to, to protect
3: yourself. Repurposing yep. it. Repurposing it, the, pinning Thanos with part of it. It just forms into whatever he needs, into a mm-hmm. giant battering ram. It It's a lot of fun. <laughs> that, that fight
1: was awesome. The bridge fight from Thor Ragnarok was fantastic. I loved all, like, the slow-mo, awesome, like
5: just
2: the cool visuals you got whenever the Valkyrie was her face, I
1: can't
3: remember her name. Tessa Thompson? Yeah. The actress, yeah. Yeah, when she was just walking like, oh, there's... Oh, yeah, she walks. The
2: the Grandmaster's
3: It's My Birthday thing's going off in the background. (laughs) Oh,
1: my And then the whole Hulk thing, whenever he was like... Splat, face
2: (laughs) plants down. I love that shot, yeah, from like under the bridge where he's like,
3: oh. And... Like, the the Hulk in that scene, even, like, just after it, Surtur's there, and they're like, no, Hulk, don't. (laughs) He's just a big monster. (laughs) Like, I gotta go get that. so confused. Poor (laughs) Hulk. Like, no?
0: (laughs) So what I'm getting is our moments list should have been, like, ten each, because I feel like we just keep rolling them. Oh, yeah. And then my number three was the Guardians opening,
5: Guardians
1: 2 opening with Baby Groot dancing during the whole fight. Oh, yeah.
5: He
2: fought
1: as a team, too. How It
3: was just their communication in between it. Uh Yeah. I just loved it. Skin is the same thickness from the inside. as (laughs) That's what I told him! Rocket stopped to kick that bug out of his mouth.
5: Yeah. No, spit it out. Spit it out. (laughs) I need to watch that again. I forgot about that.
3: It's so great. And the music playing being completely out of context for what's going on, but it still is fun. (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah so sidebar so glad he's back yes and stuff like that will interweave i, I mean if he's if he's already uh, nah, never mind never mind yeah we still haven't recorded that
0: episode so it's it's definitely a topic yeah, i want to yeah, cover yeah, for yeah,
2: yeah we're going to cover that <laughs> yeah for sure so okay awesome good list.
3: um i will go into my third which also plays off of guardians 2 and that is um yondu and rocket in the control center just killing everything yeah. on the <laughs> ship from the cameras with, with
2: my favorite song from that movie <laughs> it,
3: freaking it, it, love that it is so great like the, the fun that Rocket
0: looks like he's having just he's just screaming like ah,
3: ha, 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 yeah. and he's just euphoric and killing all this stuff
0: it's one of my favorite shots in that movie in that sequence when the arrow takes out the lights yes and it's, it's black. pitch black yeah. and just yeah, goes just through everybody yeah oh my god it's such a it's, good choice
3: yeah, it just visually the song, the moment, the characters and their reaction to it, and just it's fucking cool. They're just looking at cameras. Yeah. And
2: it it's so he, great. He, he struts out with the fin for the first time. Yeah,
3: yeah. it's great. It, and they all realize they're screwed. That, yeah. That's the other part of it too. They all yeah. like they see he has the fin, and they're like, "Uh oh." <laughs> it, it's it's wonderful. For me, number two I have is the elevator fight from Winter Soldier. Good call. Um, That whole sequence where you know Cap immediately realizes what's happening, and he just kind of like, "Well, but he wants to get out." (laughs) You can do it now, and it's in a confined space with all those guys. It's an awesome fight scene to watch every time.
2: He's he's always been able to pull
3: <laughs> off the perfect balance of. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought she was laughing at me saying something about the confined space <laughs> with those oh. guys. It sounded <laughs> like she was. I oh, I heard her chuckling when I said that, and I figured it was happening <laughs> that way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but now I'm thinking about that in the serum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> is no because that, that's one thing I loved about you know again his like portrayal of that character is. He's never, he's kind of cocky in that moment, but he also knows he's in danger. So it's a good balance of I'm self aware enough. I know I'm strong. I know I can take a hit. I know I'm quick. I know these things. So I'm confident. Coming off as a little bit of arrogance, but also like eight against one. Are you guys sure? Are you really? Do you have enough? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's and just like the way they set it up, you know, like Rumlow gets on and like tries to casually talk to him, yep. And then they just go to another floor and a couple more guys, and another floor and a couple more guys. (laughs) It sets up so well, and then it sets up into you know him jumping out of that window from however many stories up they are at that point, and just Mm -hmm. landing on his shield, shield. (laughs) and you actually feel that impact when he hits the ground. Yeah. Well, it just—I
5: mean—I just remember being like. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, like it looks like they actually dropped somebody from a it significant does. height onto yeah. something that they knew they could survive because the impact looked real.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Not to mention just the choreography in that elevator—like yeah. you were able to tell exactly what's happening yes. in that confined space. It's shot really well. Yes, yeah, they were able yeah. to have a camera being in so, so close, clubby. yeah,
2: to everything. It, it wasn't just oh, we're showing this like from the outside of the building, so you can get every shot they needed was right where it needed to be without shaky cam. Yep. Without, yeah, you never miss, Which like, oh, they that use was too quick. What is happening?
0: Earlier in the movie, it's like, the whole Lemurian star fight is all shaky cam crap, and that irritates okay. me, especially when you see better stuff, because even in that sequence when he fights beltrock it's a wide shot and it's very extended long take of them going back and forth which is fight scenes i love Mm -hmm. when he's taking people out one by one it's all shaky cam and up close and that stuff irritates me but the elevator fight is a redeeming part of that movie where they shoot it very very well
3: yeah yeah and it it just it's such a difficult thing for them to shoot And, and i think that's a lot of the appreciation you have to have for it oh yeah um and they, very easily, they could have shot that scene as, "Oh, they all get in the elevator." He asks them, "Does anybody want to get off?" And then they go to a wide pan, and you just see, and everybody falls, and Cap's just like, "Yep, I'm still here." Sure, yeah. Or the
0: elevators just open on, the, on another floor, and everyone's on Are the ground.
3: Yeah. yeah, they, they, they don't to show that, it that would to that have been the lazy way to just, do yeah. it. Yeah, you, you get to the same end part, it, but lazily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and for okay, so I'll move on to my final is Thor versus Hulk on Sakaar. The contest (laughs) of champions. That fight. I, you know, there's so much about that fight that I just absolutely love. I mean, yeah, we got teased in the trailer with him just like, oh, he's a friend from work and everything. There's comedy in it. And then there's the point at which he realizes that it's going to be a fight. (laughs) He kind of has to, like, change tone. Um, You know, like, no better, only Hulk. And he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. But to me, the best part of that entire fight, th- there's cool stuff with Thor and the electricity and all that, but it's when Thor tries to give him a lullaby. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, the sun's get getting real low. <laughs> and he gives him that <laughs> yeah, face. That smile. <laughs> and then Thor disappears from the screen and gets smashed all over. Loki pops up. Loki gets his- That's, That's how it feels. goes crazy.
2: Such a big fan of the speed. And
3: then at the very end of it, you so get good. Hulk flying up into the air. Another day,
2: another Doug,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you, it's oh, just yeah, the, the Doug, new Doug, yeah, new <laughs> <laughs> So long, Hello. new Doug. New Doug. <laughs> it, it just every part of that whole scene and fight is great. Like when they actually fight, it's fucking cool too. Because, like, the, I think the they, they showed like a moment when uh, the Grandmaster realizes that it's actually a fight. Yeah, when it, when it like. Thor hits him with whatever hammer it is, and the Hulk time. goes he's flying like, across the arena. What? And he's like, "Huh?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it all of it's a ton of fun. That's your three, three. That's my That's three. three. Sarah, yeah. you're up.
5: I also had the elevator fight because I love that fight. Um, just it would be an extended one, but just the the battle of New York in Avengers, just because you get to see everybody you you break apart where sometimes they're on the bridge and like Iron Man's up in, in the air and just there's little quips where he's like I'm bringing the party to you. And she and Black Widow looks up she's like how is that a party? <laughs> <laughs> um or just the the part where she said she needs a boost and like cap boosts her up on the shield and then uh Hawkeye is up at the clench up Legolas. Yes, clench up Legolas. Like, there's that. But also, when he shoots the arrow and Loki catches it and looks at it, and first you're like, oh, but then it does explode. (laughs) So there's just. Loki thinks he won. Yeah, he's like, oh, (laughs) yes, I got it. So. He looks back
0: like. Barton, you son of a bitch. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The guy with the arrows (laughs) is going to get me, really.
5: Yeah. So I just love how it's. I think it's a good balance of action and comedy and it's kind of the first time it's the first time you get to see all of them come together then you see it in you know Ultron and Broken Apart and other things but it's your first time seeing everybody
3: come together one one of the things in that that you're talking about where you see people coming together and fighting and
0: you're gonna talk about the moment I was just gonna talk about aren't you
3: when Iron Man flies onto the ground and hits the shield with his, I was going to say,
0: if anyone arrays. has played Ultimate Alliance, yep. that is the exact moment from exactly. the
3: game. Yep. it's in the video game. He sh- pops onto the ground. He shoots the shield, and it's just like this. And it, it, there's no
0: purpose to it whatsoever it's because not tactically sound. It no, because no Tony could just do it on his own. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but firing it off the shield is just fucking cool. <laughs> so it like that and. Um, Hulk's reaction to being told to smash yes. where he's just like in Hulk and he thinks about it for a second like nothing I say here is going to matter just smash smash <laughs> yeah he just gives a grunt like a yeah. smile and then he just takes off and just starts breaking shit
5: also is that I'm trying to remember um, is that the scene which is that the movie where Cap says if you get killed walk it off no no that's Age of Ultron that's Age of Ultron yeah. okay thank you because I was trying to remember I'm like which battle is that that's a <laughs> um, lot of battles there's a lot of there's battles, lot of battles. <laughs> and then my top one is i love the battle between uh bucky and steve on the high the highway fight when they first go and it, it, it ends with him flipping off the mask and you yes. seeing who it actually is i just i love the choreography of that whole thing just i've um, seen the behind the
0: scenes stuff of sebastian stan training with that knife and just flipping it around all the time to really yeah. used to that fight. So when they do that scene and choreograph it, that he can flip it up in the middle of the fight, catch it, and keep going.
5: Yeah. See, I need to watch all these spots. Behind-
3: yeah, there's
0: a point yeah, where he drops was... it to himself,
5: Are too, all the behind the scenes the same here, on then, our you know, discs like as they are he on drops the... It
0: to the other hand Should and... be.
5: Okay. I have to, like I said, all I have the same to look at that.
0: They're just coming... You guys get them in the set. Dip I'm, it,
5: it I'm used there. to... Like, Lord of the Rings, if you do the extended versus the non-extended... The behind-the-scenes stuff is different. The extras. The extras, the extras right. are different, yeah. so that's why I was one. I wasn't sure because we have all the just the face yeah, they went
0: above and beyond with all that
2: stuff. Like, like that. yeah, I don't think they did. Like and at least they in should. Us, there but... was an extra. There was an extra disc in each of them that was supposed to be like a couple more extras and like teasers for the next phase. So you guys might have more stuff than we do. Yeah. Things like that on on a separate one, but it, it, I, I remember us watching. It. It's not like groundbreaking. Or yeah. anything, They're but... not long. They're usually
0: pretty quick, like 15-minute featurette type things. Yeah, They're not like big. That. but
2: They're not Lord of the Rings special uh, behind scenes no. yeah. stuff. No, which I would love. I
5: don't know. So, those are mine. Not...
2: Um, one of mine is also the whole New York City fight scene from the first Avengers, uh, for reasons mentioned. Just, yeah, panning. Some of the shots that, even though there's obviously cuts and whatnot, some of the shots, the way they follow the characters... The camera is almost one fluid flow.
0: In the in the shot that Mike was talking about, with the Iron Man coming down on the sheet, it starts with Iron Man flying through, goes yes. to him and Cap, goes up to Hawkeye, follows an arrow, and then you fu- you end up with Thor and Hulk on the on, big on worm Top thing. Of one of the things that, mm-hmm. that follows back, them through. Yeah,
2: some some of those just it flows just the whole time. It's one fluid. Shot. It's it's great. Um, and again, maybe this is a recency problem, but uh, I forgot. How cool the Iron Legion fight in Iron Man Three is! Oh, in the after the party, is that
0: the uh, no? Oh, the, Iron Man Three, Iron Man Three. Climax. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, that, that's uh, not the Iron
3: Legion. The Iron the Iron Legion's in Age of Ultron.
2: Oh, okay. Well, that's that, that's all right. All all the suits fighting get, okay. autonomously yeah. against all the uh, extremists infected people in Iron Man Three. The the whole setting for that. Um,
0: the action really scenes in well. that movie are not the problem with that movie, in my yeah, opinion. I think all the action stuff is fantastic. The, the attack on the house, all that stuff. Yeah.
2: Fucking love it. There's, And that's the thing. I, going back to it after a few years, all the stuff that I thought bothered me more didn't really bother me anymore. It, it, yeah, and it, that's, you know. It I, of... I found that I liked the villain a lot more. I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just stepped away from it for a long time. And... I know, Eric. Absolutely
0: hates that twist of that movie. So I'm wondering if he watches it anytime soon. If he, if it would See, come back around uh, for yeah, him or not. Yeah,
2: and again, maybe like trying to digest it again. You now that you know about it so much, just taking it for what the story is and watching the acting. Watching like Guy Pierce is actually really freaking good in that. Yeah. Um, and I do as much as people, you know, even myself have certain views of Gwyneth Paltrow personally. <laughs> she's actually really badass in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's really cool, um, so yeah. The, just the 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 whole climax scene. I think the setting helped a lot. All the the big crane rigging and the ship. The the setting of it really helped. Um, I, I liked how much War Machine was involved. Yeah, in it as well. Don yeah. Cheadle crushes a lot of that movie. He does really well. So. I, I mean,
3: the, the part of that scene that still sticks out to me is when you know him and uh, Rhodey are not in the suits yet, and they're kind of waiting for them to arrive. Yeah. And he, I think Rhodey says something to him like, oh, what do you got? And he like takes a peek and he's like, so what'd you see? Nothing. Nothing. Too, quick. Too fast. <laughs> Too
2: fast <Yeah>. nothing.
5: <laughs> well, the way he was saying, he's like, you have like 15 clips. Give me one. They're not. Uni- it's not going to fit. Come on. Yes. Still. I've seen that. <laughs> but then he says the same thing, like with the he wants to. He says, give me a suit. And he's like, they're just coded to me. They're not. universal. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so he has to go get the president out of the yeah. Iron Patriot suit to get back in his own. Yeah, it all works really well. Even
0: like when they're shoot, like they have the guns, and like Tony's shooting, hits a bulb, and he's yes. like, "I was aiming for the bulb." You can't hit a bulb from for that. Yeah, and then just... he just pops up, pops just, one, comes okay, comes back down, looks <laughs> right at him. He's such a badass.
2: Yeah, um, but I'd say probably Iron Man three might be Rhodey's best movie. Like he obviously how things play out for him in Civil War might make it seem that way, but I think he has the most. To- to do. I still really like him in
0: 2. True. I think I do. the whole like the two of them coming to a head at the party yeah. is such a
2: good moment for it that is. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. I, I just said earlier that I haven't watched 2 in a long time. So maybe if I 2
0: I feel like this is 3 again. is underrated. I think 2 is 2 gets shit on a lot too, but I yes. think 2 is a really really solid movie. Agreed.
5: Did I um did Don Cheadle have as much action into as he does in The I feel like that's what
0: I can't remember. That's
5: the thing is Don Cheadle does a lot more than I remember him doing, just even physically.
0: Yeah, he's he's in the suit more in
2: two. That's what I feel. Yeah, like they
0: have I a remember. lot more in. Yeah, there's a there's more in the suit battles in two for the, both of them. Yeah, and that's the, what I think I dug about him
2: in three is he's, that he as, does a lot more of like hand to hand out of the suit. Yeah, he's not the tech genius. He's not Justin Hammer. He's not the military people trying to upgrade suits. With tech and weapons, he's the soldier. Yeah. He's the one with the training. He got he gets to be really cool in that movie. Yeah. Like as Rhodes, you know, yeah. as Rhodey. Uh, and my last one of my three is the Civil War airport fight. Oh, that was one of mine. That's a good one.
0: It mm-hmm. almost... It's hard not to pick that one.
2: I know, I know, I know. And so it's like some of them I was thinking, like I almost went much smaller scale. Like a lot of them that you guys picked, like I was, I was going to pick. The Iron Man, Bucky Cap fight. I have that. That's on my that. list too. Yeah. So I, that was, was number four. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna pick that, but like I, I ended up going like much grander scale than the ones that I picked. But um, yeah, the, just the airport fight is just there's so much going on for it not to be cool.
3: Man, did you guys ever see that really old movie, Empire Stri- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, The Empire Strikes Jesus Back? See, Tony, how old is
0: this kid? <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't carbon date him. He's on the young side. I mean, even just Giant Man. Seeing Giant Man on screen yeah. in that fight was such a big fucking moment. It,
2: the boss, it, the, boss, it, the boss. It's his reaction to it. Whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I will say, for all my issues with the Ant-Man movies, Paul Rudd is perfect in Civil War. Oh,
0: yes, yes. He is, he's great in that. Uh, so I'd actually wrote down six of them figuring like I'd have extra to play with four of my six have been taken out um, well of course I guess maybe five because Josh just mentioned Cat Bucky Iron Man at the end of Civil War there's just some because that that fight is so emotional Yes. That yeah. part of the movie.
2: It's very unique among any other that occurs in most yeah. of the movies. Yeah. And it that has
0: another one of my favorite like comic book shots is when he stops the blast with the shield and they pause on it for like a solid 5 seconds. That's a comic book cover shot. It's fucking awesome to see that on screen. Um, and the last one for me the opening of Doctor Strange where the ancient one is taking on Kaecilius for the first time and they go and everything starts oh, shifting good call! Yeah. and she just looks like such a badass and you don't even know anything about her but she's flipping people around she's got those hand lifts and shit it's, it's fucking cool it sets the stage for that movie I love it
2: Oh, yeah, I should have picked the, the, the fight that he has when the Acolytes like, break into the Sanctum yeah that's a yeah. good one too ah, I think where, where he ends up with the cape in the end yeah, yeah. the oh.
3: fight with
0: Dormammu yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you think of
3: like, Inception whatever they have, like, the Yes.
1: Jason Gorewood what, what's the face? Uh-huh. JGO. Yeah. And that that hallway
3: scene. When are they going to get him in these movies? I don't know. That's it that's he's a still th- slated to be Robin. That's yeah, he's
5: still. Phase, <laughs> <laughs> that's a phase 4. You issue can't that cross that solved. over. <laughs> oh my god. I love him. That would
4: be so rubbish.
3: I I I, I uh, uh, can't honestly think of somebody <laughs> right now that
5: isn't
4: <laughs> <as> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that he could play, like I, like he's <laughs> he would have to bulk up.
2: Yeah, oh, that's wow. the serum. <laughs> there you go. We'll just, uh, and it's like, oh, he he can bulk.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, it can be done. It, it, I I just well, can't it think of on what kind
2: of character. Like, in, I I always James thought, McElroy. what's that? Look at James McAvoy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It can
3: be done. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like, just a matter. Of, I'm trying to think of somebody he could play. Well, and I'm thinking it's gonna have to be somebody. Personally, my choice is wait a while and let him be Archangel. But that's just me.
2: Mm, okay.
0: Yeah, I think the X-Men probably have a, mm-hmm. a huge cast of characters. that he, There's got to be somebody Somewhere in there. Yeah, fit. now that
3: we have that cast open.
0: Yeah. yeah. Even Reed. Or what about like uh, Johnny Storm? I could see Johnny Storm. I think he's fun enough to play a fun character like that. Have you I seen his lipsync? I don't
3: know if he's... <laughs> I don't know. That, that would be tough. I feel like I feel like he fits better into Reed than he does into Johnny.
0: I just think Reed has to be older. That's why I, I think he'd be better as the younger character. See,
2: if when you look at a character True. like even Ant Man, there was, and I get it, it's fine, but there's no reason that you need the Paul Rudd is ripped, he's fixing a bruise, shirtless scene in that movie. A character like that does not need to depend on his physique. Yeah. So there are plenty of people on the slate that someone that you might say, like, well, they're not really known for that part <laughs> of their acting. He's, he's, no, he's, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Right, so, like, yeah, you don't need to put him in a character in which he, oh, he's going to need a year to work out. There's plenty no, of people yeah, can take on.
3: Th- 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 I mean, that's part of the reason why I see Archangel sure. is being good for him, because he plays Dark well, too. Cyclops? No. an older Cyclops?
2: No. Nah. I, th- I, th-
0: I would think Cyclops would have to be older. I think you need that leadership role of someone
2: with yeah, age. I mean, he's almost, he's in his late 30s. Oh, yeah, he right. looks younger, but he's he does. not. I mean,
0: that's, that's what's full of me, is I think he's older than he actually is. and Yeah. It's, I'm, yeah.
3: yeah, I, I would, I, like, it for me, the, the, the thing for him will be, does he want it? Has <laughs> he expressed right. that interest? I don't even know. Which I know, don't think but, he gives a shit for. Well, so. I,
2: I heard, again, we talked about, like, potential castings in the past. I believe he was either first offered or was definitely highly, highly considered for Star-Lord. And oh, okay. he turned it down or walked away, whatever. Took his name out of the running because, and I feel bad for this, because he wanted to do Sin City 2. <laughs> Th- those came out the same year. Which, on the one hand, if you're looking like I could be in a Frank Miller movie, Robert Rodriguez, the look like Sin City 1 is one of my favorite movies of all time. It looks so great just since the sequel suffered from a lot of different things. And so to have made that choice, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Chris Pratt, great, wonderful as Peter Quill. Yeah, I'm not... Not sad that. about that at all, but no. yeah, apparently he was potentially eyed in the past. But uh, we'll yeah. see what happens. So, where, where, where did we leap off?
0: <laughs> I think we, well, we got through my, the ones I had, so that's okay. it for fights of battle. So we'll go to top three post-credit scenes. Leslie, you still go first? You uh, want? I can. All right. Um, I have Spider-Man:
2: Home The last scene
0: <laughs> <team> <laughs> Oh, the video.
2: <laughs> yeah. The yeah. school video again. Oh, that, I forgot about that one, to be fair. That's something else I wanted to ask about. So is, is on the Homecoming DVD, is there any extra school videos that they shot that they put on extras? I don't I remember I feel like any. there
0: might have been, but I haven't watched a lot of those special features to tell you. Mm-hmm.
3: The ones that came, like they, it, there's a solid two and a half hours or so of extra features on the digital version. I don't recall any. But
0: yeah, I don't it's know if been a while since if, I actually If there's any under it, like deleted scenes yeah, or something if, like that, if I don't they know. they
2: didn't, that's a lost opportunity.
1: These, these are, like, I didn't look anything back up. Like, I didn't go back there because I was trying to remember <laughs> post-credit scenes. And I'm like, all right, so my favorite ones will be the ones I actually remember. <laughs> but yeah, so the Captain America one. Um, I liked the... Uh, I loved Black Panther, uh, the when they go to the whatever United Nations thing or whatever, and they were saying like we're gonna share our technology.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: I like that too because it just felt they had the whole like we're gonna uh, we should be building bridges and not barriers because it was so poignant for the time too. Just like yes, yeah. So I love that one. And I love the when we see Thor's hammer because like, I was so excited
0: about scene four for the first time. So that end credit scene,
1: whenever um, that was when Colson finds, or says we found it. Sorry. <laughs> that was one of mine. I love that because it was so, you're like, let <laughs> like, they found and then you're like. Aah.
0: And it, it ends with, like, that oh. crack of lightning yeah. with the with the hammer and the shag. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. And then I had to, like, a throw, steal another one. The diner scene when they're all
5: just sitting there eating. Shawarma.
3: Yeah, that that's my number. That's one. my number one.
5: I love that one too. That was like, <laughs> I didn't want to not put that on my list. The, and the thing that's so great is nobody says a word. It's not. It's not involved. It's not that long. It's just so
3: L- little known perfect. in that scene. You do not see Chris Evans' face. He has the facial yeah, yeah, hair. Yeah. <laughs> he was covering his mouth because he had a mustache for another role at the time. Um. But yeah, they when they all, and they all like there's a pause in there too where they just kind of like they just kind of look around at each other while they're eating like yep, all this just happened and now we're just here eating shawarma. Yeah, and, and it's a payoff from a joke earlier like oh you know like oh, you guys want to get some shawarma oh, yeah, and then they they just eating it's just fucking great. So those are my three. All right, okay. Mike. Well, that was my number one. So I'll just go backwards. I'll go to my number two, uh, which was the reveal of um, Cosmo the Space Dog and Howard the Duck in Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: His name is Cosmo, by Um, the way, if everyone remembers.
3: Which, if you don't remember, it's like the dog licking the collector, and Howard kind of looks at him and goes, Gross! (laughs) Like, it's great. Um, Especially for people that remember howard the duck as a movie when they were a kid it's so ridiculous it's ducked up you can do whatever you want with that But yeah, it that was, was the
2: first movie based on a marvel property mm-hmm. ever made think about that kids yeah. the
5: first
3: I'm, movie based on a marvel property by george I, lucas i've never howard seen the howard, duck. i've never seen howard the
5: duck
2: you should you're not we can try do you remember remember the captain america the nineteen nineties? oh yes it i don't know which i would say is better oh come on it's better than that it at least has leah thompson and tim robbins i don't know that's and in in who voices howard i actually don't know i didn't say i was a super
3: fan i just i'm aware of it as far as i remember it's michael j fox is it really
2: yeah wow (laughs) huh it's been probably 20 years that alone makes it better than that Captain America (laughs) Um,
3: moving on to my third one is from the first Iron Man uh, when we first get introduced to the Avengers initiative and fury and it's then like that movie you realize like when I went into that movie nobody at that time really knew what they were doing or what they may have had in mind and this one is kind of a unique post-credit scene in that nobody else, nobody knew to stay for it. This was, you know, the first one. Nobody knew that there was going to be a post-credit scene. So most people didn't see this until the DVD came out. Because you no, know, nobody stays for credits in movies before these Marvel movies. Nobody stayed. You got the hell out of there. So most people never saw this on the original run. And then you see it on the DVD when you're just like... You know, you you finish watching a movie, you let it play, you're doing whatever. And then all of a sudden it pops into another scene and you're like, oh.
2: Oh! And you see what's really happening. Yeah, I read on the internet like months after Iron Man was in theaters that that had happened. And then I like rented it.
3: To see the scene.
2: (laughs) either from Netflix because I was still getting discs in the mail at the time. Yeah. Or something and I was like... Oh I want to rewatch Iron Man but specifically I want to see what that is. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, I and it, it didn't was didn't know it was a thing yet.
3: Right. Ex- exactly. And and then when you find out that it's that thing that it's Nick Fury and not just any Nick Fury, it's the ultimate Nick Fury. It's the Sam Jackson Nick Fury. And then they're telling you about the Avengers initiative. And it's like wait, are they actually going to do that? Holy shit, you know? And I guess that like leads into tying to when it shows up again in the Incredible Hulk for another post-credit scene with Fury, and you're like, "They are gonna do it." That tied together is just a awesome revelation kind of moment as to what their plans were.
5: So I'll
3: pitch it on to Sarah.
5: Okay. I had shawarma as my <laughs> first one too. Um, I also had when Thanos uh, says. I think he says, fine, I'll do it myself. And he gets the the gauntlet. And as for someone who knows, I knew nothing about Thanos or the comics or anything that was happening, but you'd had enough little pieces of him to finally, I'm like, oh, okay, this guy. Like, it had me really intrigued. I was intrigued before, but for some reason, that's the one that really got me to be like, well, what's this, what's this thing he's getting? And like, what's going to happen? And I don't know. Um, And then I really like... Uh when Cap is there's the his has the punching bag and Nick comes and he's giving him the the uh mission and he just like completely busts the one open and it flies and then he goes and like drags the other <laughs> one back up. I just love that whole scene.
2: Um no particular order. I also had the Spider Man with Captain America and Patience on mine. Um I don't know why this one stuck with me a lot. Well, first of all, I and not that it's bad that anyone else did. I tried to. I disqualified any that used snippets from upcoming movies as their post credits tags. Okay. Um, but uh, the ending on Doctor Strange really stuck with me. I thought it was, it was short but very effective. Um, Chuatel Agea 4 does. Seven different things with his face in the span of saying one sentence, and he is th- th- such a versatile, expressive actor. Um, I so I'll, I'll, I don't want to say dare necessarily, but like kind of challenge. Like, go back and watch that end credit scene. Just in the end, when he just says "too many sorcerers," three words, his eyes change four times, and there's I. That's one of the... Honestly, one of the few... That is a sequel I'm really looking forward to. I really, really... Specifically for him. Mm -hmm. Like, that whole world is interesting. I want to see what that guy does and what that character does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then my last is... uh, As mentioned earlier in another context, but the first Avengers mid-credits where you first get the Thanos reveal Mm -hmm. and the courting death part. Uh, Not only for what it set up, but uh, much like you get the first you know avengers circle shot in that movie that was i think one of the more iconic moments that sticks with people through the the rest of the uh the fabric yeah yeah just the head turn and smile yeah it just it worked yeah
0: i had I, two of my three taken until you just said that last one that was my number 3 <laughs> so all of mine are gone <laughs> I had the Thor's hammer from the end of Iron Man 2, the Nick Fury moment from Iron Man, and uh, Thanos. We offered of to Avengers. let you go first. <laughs> no, no, no it's fine. There's, <laughs> I've, I, there's only 21 movies, so there's not a lot of scenes to choose from. Sure. So between, what, five of us, most of them are going to go anyway.
5: Also, just the last Captain Marvel, Goose. You finally get... Yeah, you got to throw it up to Goose puking. Yes, it's just so... Anybody who has a cat, you're like, yep. And that's the thing. Anybody who has a cat, as soon as that cat just starts to make like the motion with its body you're like oh i know what's happening
2: <laughs>
5: uh-huh. alexa does not know
0: what we're talking alexa about. has a cameo in this week's episode <laughs> uh all right so next up we have quotes three quotes no. you still want to go
2: first it oh, oh. Okay, I'll, I'll just right, do back to one, Josh. Two, for one. Okay, yeah. no, I'll go first then. I have so many. Um, again, recency problem. Uh, I forgot how much of a dick Tony was to that little kid in <laughs> Iron Man Three. Now granted, this is the same little kid whose guts I hate in Jurassic World. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, Fuck those kids. <laughs> and I in this particular one I find I find myself disliking him in this movie less than I used to. Um, and from what I Glanced at some point. I don't know if the trailers are revealing this, but I swear I've seen him on the credit cast list for Endgame. And I don't know why, but hey, whatever. We'll wait a couple more weeks and find out. But um, the poor kid, when he talks about like, well, my mom's out or something. <laughs> and My dad went out for scratchers and I guess he won because that was six years ago. And Tony says, you know, which happens? Dad's leaves. No need, no need to be a pussy about it.
0: I was surprised they said "pussy" in a PG thirteen yeah. movie like that. Yeah, that you know kids like are going to see. Disney. Yeah.
2: Disney owned the thing by that. Shane point. Shane Black let that one slide. Yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't was Shane Black? I think it was one of the scriptwriters. Oh yeah, yeah. So, like that—that that very much felt like a Shane Black script yes. as well. Not just yeah. a directed; it felt like writing too. But, yeah, I just forgot about that. He's just don't, don't be a pussy about it. It's like, oh, all
0: right. and He just goes on to the next thing. He doesn't give a fuck what the kid
2: thinks. He doesn't, just he doesn't care to get to know his tuna the kid sandwich. All. Like, That's what's so harsh about it. Like He's nice enough, but kind of uses the kid to learn what he needs to. Uses him to get some stuff done. And he's like, alright, peace out. And there's really no lasting relationship there. It really gives strange. him a bunch of stuff at the end. Yeah, that's he's true. He's appreciative. Um, then my other one that comes from Tony uh, in the first Avengers after the – scuffle with his co-workers and he comes onto the bridge in the helicarrier and says, no hard feelings point break, you got a hell of a swing yeah even though he had made some of the I think he made the uh, reindeer games comment to Loki f- before that, yes. but for me oh, yeah. there's something about the point break moment and because there's that nice callback in Ragnarok the, the callback in Ragnarok. Yes, is, it's uh, wonderful. Huge payoff. It's wonderful. Um, but something about the use of it in that moment, for me, really solidified the like it, pop culture reference to talk to people, and it, talk about people to themselves. Yeah, it to me like for him.
3: That moment, that quote is better. But I still find the reindeer games moment better simply because it comes after the fact that you realize that Tony has just played his own intro intro music. To arriving <laughs> on a real battle, yeah, this is true. <laughs> like he hacks their system is that Tony just Stark's to play music? his own intro music, yeah. um, something from binge mode. But the, like the Point Break reference is better. I love Point Break, so it's yeah.
2: Just calling him Point Break and because even in Infinity War, when they first arrive, and he said, uh, "You know what? It's time to leave, Squidward." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> says that Evan uh, to Ma. Yeah, uh, and then my third one is Quark.
5: Just all Korg? <laughs> just Everything every, Korg, Korg says. Korg. That's,
2: that's what I wrote down. Korg.
0: Yeah. I, that's I feel like a there's better. a character from one of the movies I could do that to, too. And maybe I'll, I'll save it when
2: we get that there. Is, that's all you're getting.
5: I have a really fantastic video of Josh sitting on the floor as we're Thor Ragnarok. He's doing something for Odyssey. And he, A, looks like a child on Christmas morning <laughs> when you f- it's when you first <laughs> see he, Korg. When Thor first walks in. And, and you and first sees him. Hey, do here. <laughs> I'm me,
2: yes. The the pile of rocks talking. I'm a being, yeah, me.
5: But he's saying all of the words, and I'm just panning from the TV to Josh, <laughs> to the TV to Josh, and then he looks over and goes, "Are, are you filming this?" <laughs> but he's doing the whole thing. you it posted a, on his birthday, right? I did. I, think I saw that on social I media. A loving spouse, <laughs> <laughs> you married me. Um, I have so many quotes. I don't know. I think the one that you and I at least say the most uh, is a uh, genius or billionaire genius playboy philanthropist. That comes out <laughs> a lot. Um for just <laughs> normal. I took one I guess. <laughs> um let's see I had point break on there. You took mine. Uh one that I had forgotten about was a uh, Black Widow in uh, Winter Soldier. Where she says, "I'm sorry. Did I step on your moment?" When uh, she yeah, like yeah. reveals herself, it's just the way that she says it, and everyone's just like staring at her, like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> um, and and just he's a friend from work. Just yeah, so good.
0: That was the one from the that was in the trailer, and that had me dying in the trailer. And I still yes. thought it funny when I saw the movie. Yes, yeah, it still worked.
5: <laughs> no. I have a bunch, you have but some I- honorable
0: mentions. I feel like there's a shit ton that, like, I'm barely crossing anything off my list, which means there's a shit ton to go around. So. Well,
5: Brad she said the one earlier where if you try to escape or play any sort of games, I will tase you and watch Super Nanny while you drool into the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line from Colson. Such a good Coulson. one. Uh, Doth mother know you wear with her drapes? <laughs> is a, is another favorite of mine. Um, it's not very, it's not nice, it's not polite, but Loki's whole spiel that he ends with you mewling Quim, it's <laughs> vulgar, but it's such a good that speech. Is it's such a good speech. Good.
3: It's the delivery, too. Oh, yeah. yes. It's not even just what he says. It's yes. all in that delivery of <laughs> anger. It, 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 I guess it's the best way I can describe what he does there.
5: Yeah, and that he's he's so, I don't know just because he would want to he wants to torture just because he can he wants to torture her so it's almost like the most villainous thing he says or does because it is completely unnecessary
3: mhm it is designed to hurt her
5: yes but uh i'll leave it at that yeah
0: okay could always come back around if we don't hit the ones you have in there <laughs> yeah. uh
3: so i'm going to have to actually read um three of mine <laughs> I'm going to mention the honorable mention first um, that I don't actually... I may make the list that I actually had it to read. Um, but it's more of a conversation is why I think it falls as, like, not necessarily a quote. But it ends with Yondu telling Rocket, I know who you are because you are me. Um, that whole conversation that happens leading to that would fall into it. But my actual number three... I will read, um, the city is flying, and we're fighting an army of robots, and I have a bow and arrow, none of this makes sense, but I'm going to go back out there, because it's my job, and I can't do my job and babysit, doesn't matter what you did, or what you were, if you go out there, you fight, and you fight to kill, staying here, you're good, I'll send your brother to come find you, but if you step out that door, you're an Avenger. That's it, it's Hawkeye being Hawkeye. It's almost like it, they reveal him as the family man in that movie, and it's almost like he's playing dad to Scarlet Witch at that moment. Oh, like, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you just listen. This is how it is. Do it or don't. I
2: don't care. But I gotta go do my job. And I also love that hesitancy that he has. That moment where he repeats, "The city is flying." Okay, okay, it's flying. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect yeah. delivery. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, my my second quote that I have here uh, I also have to pull up something different to read it but it's just so I get the words right it's from Gamora um, she says I have spent most of my life surrounded by my enemies I will be grateful to die among my friends just extremely well said for the moment that it comes it comes right before the we are Groot moment. It's a great moment in that film all and of itself in one quote. It kinda like defines
2: the film in one quote. And then I love how Rocket bookends it by being the last one to join them by standing up and he says, Alright, now I'm standing. You happy? Yeah. <laughs> Couple of jackasses. <laughs>
3: yeah, but yeah, exactly. Um In my my last quote I read earlier when we were having our uh, Jeopardy moments, and it's the quote from Abraham Erskine about the strong man. Um, I I can read it again. Uh, And the quote is, because the strong man, who has known power all his life, may lose respect for that power, but a weak man knows the value of strength and knows compassion. Um, I feel like that is maybe one of the better quotes, not just from the MCU, but from any movie in a long time. Because it's true.
2: And no matter which way you take it from, it's real on every level. Can I add one to my list going off of that? Because I feel bad that I didn't think of it. (laughs) I love that same conversation. Or maybe it's earlier between the two of them, but he says... The schnapps. What's that? The (laughs) schnapps. (laughs) Partially, I (laughs) do love that. Like, no, I'm not having a procedure. <laughs> I drink it now. I'm just doing the procedure. <laughs> <I'm>. <laughs> um, that when when he initially meets Steve and he says, oh, so you want to kill Nazis. I don't want to kill anybody, sir. I just don't like bullies. Yeah. No matter where they're from. That's Steve Rogers in a nutshell. Yep. I, I think another great quote
3: on that is like, right after Steve jumps on the grenade and Tommy Lee Jones just looks at him, still skinny yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah okay he's got everything you could possibly fucking want out of a human being but he's still small mm-hmm. uh but yeah th- i mean that's the that's the ones i have
0: okay leslie um,
1: i am iron man the, that was one of my favorite quotes because yeah we talked about it earlier so it's
0: ballsy yeah i just loved it uh and then
1: my other two were but aside from i had the Play, or Genius play, Billionaire play, play, play I have, uh, always about- oh, oh that was so, <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid
4: That's so funny.
0: they say it like three or four times in that movie too I just love Michael Pena's delivery too oh they oh they oh Baskin-Robbins always finds out yeah it goes from like the
3: manager of Baskin-Robbins he's like well Baskin-Robbins always finds out and then <laughs> you know, like he's walking back with a shake and everything. He's like, "Yeah, I got fired." Oh, they find out, and then it goes to Ti first, and he's like, oh, Baskin Robbins always finds out." Yeah. And then it's, I can't remember. Like Pena delivers it again later. It's just like they just keep saying
4: this. It. It's just like coming knowledge, fuck? man. <laughs> and then, uh, well,
3: since I had other ones, I like I love
1: everything Drax says. I just it's so funny because it's so little. But the um, it's over your head.
5: Yeah. It's
2: like, over My it. head. It's a metaphor. It yeah. gotcha. goes over his head. Yeah.
3: Catch gotcha. it. And also,
1: whenever he says Thor looks like a, like a pirate, and then
3: like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is not a. That is not. <laughs> that is a man. You're a dude. Not, man. You're a this dude. Is a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> You've yeah, been just... getting fat. <laughs> like it's not even a quote that Drax gives. It's just the motion. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> like he does that to him and it's like oh god
5: I just thought of one that you and I say to each other all the time Which is his first name is Agent yes <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: um, alright so the, the character for me that I feel like he's so deadly serious in the movie but half the shit he says is funny is Tommy Lee Jones from First Avenger <laughs> yeah. the the whole like end of that when like Cap's ready to board the, the ship Peggy gets him a kiss he looks really dumbfounded and confused oh yeah <laughs> Looks at Tommy Lee Jones and goes, I ain't kissing you. <laughs> um, we are Groot, obviously that's a big moment and a, that I feel like I people say that all the time. Um The Tony Stark talking to Loki and you know, because if we can't protect the earth, you could be damn well show we're avenge it. You. That's good. Um the Grandmaster <laughs> about talking about his age and then yeah, ending I, with I, but I on Sakaar, and he just lets nothing. Go. <laughs> yeah, just <give> nothing. <laughs> um and the, the one of the parts from the first Thor that had me in stitches was when the Warriors three are walking up to get Thor and the guys watching them are like, call it in. We got Xena, Robin Hood, Jackie Chan. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot
0: about that. <laughs> and that part kills me.
3: You know, like, that reminds me, like, that that first Thor, like, he walks into the pet
0: store.
4: A horse! horse."
5: (laughs) Or something big, something large enough to ride. (laughs) Yeah, something
0: large enough to ride. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I'm sure I can think of more, but that's all
2: I had.
5: (laughs) Oh, because I know, um, I just, I just completely blanked on her name. (laughs)
2: I'm surprised nobody, and I, maybe, if I put, like, a long list together, I'm surprised no one had a Mary Poppins, y'all. Oh, oh, it, yeah. to be honest, it didn't even occur to me. Cool? It, it just—I should <laughs> have. I, I, I yeah, totally
0: forgot cool. about that one. And yeah. I think that's the difference of like trying to pull these from memory as opposed to like trying to catch up on 21 movies exactly, and watch yeah. them all exactly before or, we do this. Or,
3: or, or like even from Guardians again, like the the preview into the moment in Infinity War where they're all disgusted by Groot's language. You know, like welcome to the fricking <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Only he didn't say fricking. <laughs> 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 and it's baby Groot at yeah. times, so
0: it's like a rocket being so mad that he starts kicking grass and talking about <laughs> yeah. being forced to kick grass.
5: I was like, I feel like Darcy had some good. I couldn't think of her name. It took me a minute. Darcy from Thor. Uh, the yeah. site. Like she had some good. That's true. Especially the, yeah. Would she would like take his pictures? Didn't she say like this is going on Facebook yeah. or something? Yeah. Oh yeah. She had some good ones.
3: She kept going on about her iPod. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> <It's> her iPod. <laughs> well, so oh many the songs. In-
5: the intern too when the, I think in Thor 2 when they finally yeah. have the intern and then she, then Thor's hammer goes by and she goes meow meow
3: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I feel like the more we talk we just keep spitting them out there,
3: there's so many I know. from They're 21 so movies that I mean I, like and honestly nobody mentioned mother flirking and <laughs> yep <laughs> that, I mean that's just so great for Sam Jackson to mm-hmm. be able to almost say it in a movie that they never let him say it in yeah
0: even, like, the Flying Monkeys reference? Yes, from I
5: understand from that First reference. Avenger.
0: I understand that reference. Damn it. That, that's right. a good one.
5: Nick Fury, Loki's in the, uh, like, glass cage, and he says, well, let me know if Real Power wants a magazine <laughs> or something. <laughs> Nick Fury, when he
1: Tony Stark, i have to ask you to exit the donut. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't want to join your super secret boy band.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what did we just say in, um... Uh, in, in Iron Man 3, he talks about somebody being in the Super Friends. He's talk- is, it, is it when he's talking uh, to Happy at the beginning? Those yeah,
5: he is. The forehead of security. Yeah, the forehead of yeah. <laughs> he, does, he does, yeah. He
2: says something about you know, so- someone being in the Super Friends. Yeah, you're
0: family. all off of the Super Friends. Like, why do you need a bodyguard? Oh, okay. or something Oh,
5: yeah. There's so many good ones. Yeah,
0: this is one of those lists that will constantly change. I'm sure we'll find more we haven't even thought of. And there's probably people listening that are screaming at us. About ones we've missed. Add your comments. To yeah. <laughs> yeah, if There's something you liked. The media of choice that you are <laughs> seeing this. Yeah, Eric. Eric can comment.
2: Paula. Paula's been.
0: Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Paul has been vocal too. Yes. She's been keeping up. Two of them can give us some Facebook comments. Uh, all right, so we'll we'll wrap up the quotes with that. We'll go to. Did you, uh, this was one we had a difficult. We talked about this beforehand that we sort of had a difficulty with personal trilogy. Uh, I don't know if some people were. If he, if they if they had something together for this one, did you guys come around with something? Did you have enough time to think of something? Should we do you last? Yeah. Do you last. Okay. Definitely all right, I'll start this last. one. Because these aren't gonna change. Um so again, this is sort of like all right, our thought was out of the twenty one movies in the MCU, what sort of trilogy do you lean towards for yourself? For me, uh the first movie I would pick to start with would be The First Avengers granted it's nice having the lead up with the solo movies before that but i think avengers does a pretty good job of if you it's if that's your first mcu movie it sets up all the characters fairly well you get a sense of who everyone is where they're coming from what's going on and then i think since i'm such a fan of cap and what they've done with bucky i sort of follow that storyline so i go winter soldier next end with civil war Mm -hmm. that's my trilogy so I, there's just that that whole through line of like it might, it helps having the first cap for that because you get the setup with him and Bucky but I think just jumping into Winter Soldier after Avengers I think you still could get that I think it's still there. there's enough there I think to get it and just culminating in Civil War it's such a good story for the two of them and plus you get it's a little bit of an Avengers reunion since you get more characters in Civil War too so that's cool yeah. anyway that's me you know,
1: this was hard, but because it, it's hard to pick later ones are all about the early ones to lead into it. But mm-hmm. the, they came, kind of came out together too. Uh, Black Panther, then Thor, Ragnarok, then Infinity Wars. I like the way the stories, like they're all, I feel like they're all necessary to see mm-hmm. sense of Infinity Wars. You have to see at least those stories. Mm-hmm. Mm I like those two together
0: that's fair I like it
3: Um, I go with what I call the cosmic trilogy where I go Guardians Guardians 2 and then Thor Ragnarok Um, you get a good amount of humor and kind of the same tone throughout all three of those movies you're not getting one story out of it I'm not looking for that I'm just looking to have fun for three movies yeah and I think you know I might change the order and maybe do Guardians and then Ragnarok then Guardians 2 I don't know but it's all just in the tone and the fun that you get to have for six hours or so.
0: Did you guys end up coming up with
3: something? I couldn't did... come up with
5: one. Okay. But, yeah, I I just couldn't because I everything I could come up with was four. I couldn't come up with anything <laughs> that was three, so.
2: And most of what I have is, yeah, I just couldn't find like a common through line okay. enough for anything. If I, if I really thought about it longer and dished around things, I might be able to, but, that was yeah. This is the most challenging category for me. Okay. All right. So we'll wrap it up.
0: Last category. Top five for your sort of personal favorites from the MCU. And we'll start start at your number five and work up to your number one. So do we have do we want to start? Are we Josh? Going the horn the, on go. this one. All right, Josh, go first. Are we
3: just going all at once to... All at once. Yeah.
0: Okay. Do, do your five and then. Do our five.
2: All right. Do you? Uh, my number five is the first Guardians of the Galaxy number four is Iron Man two or uh, three rather three is the first Avengers two is Infinity War and I still think this is single handedly the best singular crafted and executed story they've put on screen so far is uh, Winter Soldier
0: I think that's fairly close to mine actually
5: Okay, I had five was Iron Man, then I had Infinity War, Thor Ragnarok, Winter Soldier, and the Avengers. Although Captain Marvel's going to fit in there, I just <laughs> I can't, it's too How new. How many
0: times have you seen it?
5: I've only seen it twice, okay. surprisingly. But I feel like it's going to it's gonna be in there somewhere Repeat for me. things always help for this yeah. stuff.
0: Mike? Fair
3: enough. Um, for Number five for me is Guardians 2. Number four is Thor Ragnarok. Number three is Avengers. Number two is Guardians One, and number one is Infinity War.
0: You are very cosmic in your mm-hmm. selections.
3: I, they're fun. <laughs> I like. I, I you know they're more comic booky to me. Okay. And it and they're just they're they're fun. I like fun. So you know, like I, I recognize things like Winter Soldier should be on the list if I'm looking at it from a cinema aspect, but I'm not. I'm looking. Yeah. At it. If I ask myself right now, what do I want to watch? That's how I make up my list.
0: Gotcha, <laughs> Leslie. But you didn't rank yours, so you're... Oh, and I have seven. <laughs> Cut two of them! No, oh,
1: but I can't, because like, they're, I have them next to the ones that I feel like they're on the same
0: plane with. She's like Mike, with these A and Bs. We've broken I... most of the rules this, <laughs> this whole
2: thing. Doesn't matter, good. All
1: right, so Iron Man, the first one. Um, I have Guardians 1 and Four Ragnarok together, I have Doctor Strange and Black Panther hmm.
0: together because I love Doctor Strange, but I love Black Panther. I didn't want to kick either one off. <laughs> um, Got to make Spider the tough Dan decisions. And Infinity War. Nice. Okay. Um, five for me, Civil War. Uh, four is Iron Man. Three is Infinity War. Two is the first Avengers. Winter Soldier for me is still up top. There's just something about that that spy thriller genre that I was really surprised to see in a superhero movie, let alone a in America movie. So I was, I, I dig that movie a lot. Yeah. Uh, so that concludes our lists. Everybody have fun. This was, this was Yeah, lots of lists and fun. All of our list episodes go very long. This is going to well, be a
3: long episode. We did have more things to list in this episode than we've ever had, I believe, on another any other list episode.
0: That's true. Yeah, we've only done top tens before. Yeah, and this was like
3: ten top threes and a top five. Yeah so
1: top
0: 10 12 <laughs> yeah. 15 yeah so uh all right so we got one more episode to go as our plan lead up to end game uh we're gonna go through some old predictions and theories and revisit those and see how right or mostly wrong we were for all that stuff um and that's it so if you've enjoyed the show stop by itunes leave us a five star rating and review be sure to share subscribe favorite with the show you can find us on facebook search Superfriends or go to facebook.com slash Uh you can send us questions, comments, topic suggestions, comment on the episodes when we post them, it's a good way to get in touch with us, uh, feel free to try to email us, Superfriends at gmail.com I probably will not check it, but maybe I should every so often as we've discussed earlier uh, and you can tweet us at bg Superfriends on Twitter on behalf of Josh, Sarah, Mike, Leslie, and myself thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next time